Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my, uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. Hi. 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 I want me some glory hope. Dude. You ain't mouse. I'm the boss. Cojones. It's a me, a man, it's a Garcia. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, um, uh, uh. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Alrighty, welcome into this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in washington you can find us uh 1250 also online pr 927fm.com and watch the show on facebook live and on youtube make sure you are subscribed to pirate radio tv on youtube a lot of videos going up today from ecu baseball media day interviews with cliff godwin the assistant coaches the players it'll all be there for you on youtube on facebook live on all of our social media accounts to so make sure you are following us there. All right, uh, coming up on today's program, Double B, Brian Bailey. And I, I was over at Media Day. I did not produce the Brian Bailey show today. Shirley Rhodes, uh, great job doing double duty. Uh, so I have yet to talk to Bailey about his Cowboys going down to the 49ers last night. So we'll talk NFL playoffs, some Pirate baseball, some Pirate hoops, everything in between with Brian Bailey at 4 o'clock. And touchdown, Tony Collins will join us. He has been laughing at and commiserating with bills fans after they lost on sunday we'll talk playoffs and more with touchdown tony collins coming up in the five o'clock hour a lot of media day audio to get to as well from cliff goblin carter spivey garrett sailor amac jacob jenkins coward lane hoover hoover and josh moylan will have some of that on today's program and throughout the week on pirate radio live shirley rhodes is here the man of chan chandler honeycutt and to my left, Troy D. Alongside, hello, Troy. Hey, Clip. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Good to see you. Happy Monday, man. Can you believe? <laughs> I've said this before, but this is like the last full week of January. This month has flown by. It's, it's as, as it, usually. It's I got to be honest, man. January usually drags. Yeah. It usually drags. This month has been a blur. Really fast. Fast month. Yeah. So enjoy this if you're January fans because you really only have this week and then a couple days next week. Get your Valentine's yeah. Day shopping done, folks. Just letting you know. All right. Uh, the so next month's a short month, if you didn't know. It has fewer days, so that'll go by quicker. I am aware of that. And we're almost in the spring clip. And how, yeah. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. There you go. Days oh, are getting longer. Right positive attitude. Time change is almost upon us. Yep. Yep. All right. We good on the calendar and everything. Yeah, Tom? just letting you know. I, I'm okay. I'm uh, I'm I'm all up to date. Got a new way to bet the NFL clip. A new way to I, bet. I the did NFL. something this weekend I've never done before. I've got a new system, and I actually implemented it for the first time this past weekend. And Troy D went two and zero. And later on this hour clip, I will reveal my system of how I won. All right, can't wait to hear yeah. that later on when we talk some NFL. Yeah, remind me when we talk NFL, because I think it's a pretty cool system. And it, it's a way you can involve the next generation, the kids, if you will. All right. And keep it fun. 
I like that. I did a uh, Brock family Super Bowl pool with my wife and daughter, and we all uh, drafted teams and Super Bowl champion wins. I've got two teams left. Um, Lily has one. Judy has one. Oh. So I've got the Niners and Bengals left. Oh, wow. Uh, Judy has teams. the Eagles. Lily has the Chiefs. So it's, we're all kind of still in it. I like your As chances. we sit here in the Final Four. It's kind of neat. But I do have one What's on at side. stake? Is there a wager or no. prize or prize? We always say, like, winner gets to pick dinner or something but yeah, yeah. maybe the loser should do like a chore for the winner like you have to wash the car or something you know <laughs> yeah it's not a bad idea you need to clean the house yeah. mow the lawn got a feeling that way it's not money it's acts of service or exchange somehow i'm gonna end up losing regardless in Problem. This. but uh but yeah that's still fun uh we have no ecu basketball men's basketball to update from the weekend they had the weekend off they'll be back in action coming up against tulsa tuesday night Minji's coliseum we'll talk about that with michael perry coming up on tuesday's edition of pirate radio live we do have uh, a women's game to recap and that's another victory for kim mcneil's pirates they go on the road beat wichita state 66 to 57 they are now 14 and 6 overall 5 and 2 in conference play we'll talk to kim mcneil on tuesday's edition of pirate radio live but Troy kind of under the radar. We we update games and things like that, but by far the best season Kim McNeil's had here as head coach, and starting to uh, get a few folks. Uh, I goes following games oh, now, talking wow. about. Starting to get a few folks uh, wow. around here. See what winning does. Yeah, come off it, to it a does. hot start, yeah. and people love a winner. And yeah. uh, even you know in non-revenue sports, if you win, people start paying attention. Five and two in league play. They've got Memphis Wednesday at home, and then they are at the best team in the league, South Florida coming up next week so big one coming up wednesday six o'clock in mengees we'll talk to kim mcneil about it on tuesday show and by the way just saw this five minutes ago east carolina women's basketball team's twitter account posting that amaya, uh, amaya joiner just earned her fourth yes fourth freshman of the week honor of the year so there you go the farmville central product speaking yep. of which by the way is the she's now the only person in program history to have four honors as far as freshman of the week that's awesome stuff uh johnny thank you johnny sometimes uh i don't want to toot my own horn i want others to toot my horn troy d well uh, let me toot it for you clip where's your horn (laughs) it's a metaphorical horn (laughs) toot toot clip rock johnny points out (laughs) toot away i didn't bring this up chandler johnny brought this up johnny robertson toledo was money friday night three in a row for clip on my don't overthink it pick of the night nice a little rocket man rocket action rocket man. three in a row johnny thanks for tail thanks for listening thanks for tailing there you go uh real quick let's run through these to see how if shirley's ready for today's show steve hill says clipper, clipper. he says burgly uh, uh, a burgly a burgly uh, uh, he says rick flair woo rick flair uh, <laughs> swinging dingers swinging dingers and uh touch a murph coming in april good uh plugs uh steve yes, for will, dale murphy I, there's another celebrity that i'll have a chance to touch looking forward to shaking hands with dale I murphy. Want to shake his hand. maybe i might even give dale like a bro hug i think Why would they do that i'm gonna bring him in for a bro hug come so. on in dale i think i'll start with the handshake and then kind of bring him into the half bro hug yeah yeah, I feel that's Dale Murphy doesn't strike me as a dap up guy. I'm not going to dap him up. You know, he's a little bit older. It's not his generation, but he's definitely a handshake, 
half hug bro hug you're deal. not a handshake guy so you are willing to make exceptions yeah and go out of your depending comfort zone. on who's the other party is. yeah and my you know my big thing is i like to have i don't want to have dirty hands when i'm eating food because i think that's how you can get sick if you have so i like to have clean hands before i eat so a lot of times i'll go to the bathroom wash my hands before lunch but then if i see someone and they say i don't want to then shake their hands and i have to go wash my hands again so if you see me right before lunch and i dap you up that's probably why i'm trying to keep a clean hand clean hands full yeah. hearts can't lose yeah all right so are you gonna have like uh wipes on hand for yourself after that big hand i hadn't thought about that that's a good good idea to have a few yes yeah. yeah handy clearly um handy that's pretty good you know who does have wipes on the table i noticed tiebreakers has a little wet nap into good for wraps. uh wings yeah uh, speaking of Dale, in case you don't know what Touch of Murph is, Dale, we're bringing Dale Murphy to Greenville, the Atlanta Braves legend, living legend. April 2nd will be an event. One if, of, if not the best player in Major League Baseball, not in the Hall of Fame. I agree. We talked to him last week on the show. I thought we had an awesome interview with him. That's archived if you missed it. If you want to attend, con- contact us here at the station. We get you. We have individual tickets, and we also have a special. If you want to be a table sponsor, we're doing a private VIP event, a meet and greet beforehand, only for table sponsors. So if you want to be a part of that, uh, contact us here. We're gonna. We've got some really cool stuff planned. But uh, also, if you just want to attend the Dale, the dinner with Dale, we can do that for you too. That's going to be at the Murphy Center Sunday, April second. 5 p.m. until 6:30 ish. We're gonna do. Dale's gonna talk about. He's got a lot of different topics. He talks about probably leadership and overcoming adversity, and then uh, that'll be half the time. And then the other half will be open for question and answer session. So, if you'd like to ask Dale a question yourself, you can do so. He'll be available for pictures also for those that attend. Awesome stuff. So, ticket sales uh, are going great, by the way. I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, go ahead and contact us if you are interested in either attending the dinner or both events if you want to be a table sponsor and you want to come to the vip private meet and greet too which will be very limited and once again private awesome stuff looking forward to that coming up uh josh on facebook said that temple money line yesterday was money josh there's no way you had that no way there's no way in the world temple upsetting houston and number one goes down chandler we were talking last week does houston lose a conference game I said, well, maybe at Tulane, maybe at UCF. It happened sandwiched in between those games. Yes. I did not have Temple beating Houston. And do we even have them losing at their own build in their own building? Uh and I mean Temple like Temple going on the road and beating Houston, what a yeah, I, Temple was not on our radar, was not on our bingo card of teams that could knock off Houston. Uh but when I found out they knocked them off yesterday, I literally it took me back to that segment. When we were talking about, all right, Houston's going to have to drop one somewhere. Where will it be? And I don't. And Temple was not mentioned, but the Owls knock off the Cougars yesterday. What a big win! Very impressive. Uh, two teams out of the top twenty-five: Arkansas and Rutgers. Two teams in. I'll name the nicknames. You tell me the schools, Troy D. The Lobos. The Lobos. That's New Mexico State. Great. Mm, uh, you went too far. No, oh, New Mexico. New Mexico. Okay. There you go. I went too far with the state. Yep. Sorry. State is Aggies, I believe. State. State. Uh, Touchdown, New Mexico. And the Gales. The Gales. That's got to be somewhere. Correct. In Florida. <laughs> Incorrect. The Gales. G-A-L-E-S? I think it's G-A-E-L-S. G-A-E-L-S? Like, yeah. like the Gale Force wins? No. Nah. Oh, see, that's what I thought. Juicy Irvine? That's why I said Gales. I thought it was like had to do with a a windy thing. I don't know what a Gale is. 
Actually. Gales. Some Gales. I had a lunch lady in middle school that her name was Gail. <laughs> the Gales. All right, I give up. What is it? Uh, that is St. Mary's. St. Mary's. Oh, I would have never gotten Out that. in uh, California. Yeah. I don't even know what a Gale is. Yeah, I don't know. It's spelled uh, G-A-E-L-S. Maybe huh. Gaelic. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. You got me. Yeah. Uh, speaking of college hoops, I did not watch UNC NC State on Saturday. That makes two of us clip. But I saw a lot of social media posts about it. That uh, makes two of us clip. <laughs> Baby T, Terquavion Smith, was, I guess, clotheslined by Leaky Black. and Taken out on a stretcher. Had to leave the game, yeah. You don't see that often in basketball. Yeah. In football, you see guys taking off the field like that, but never, rarely, if ever, in basketball. Precautionary deal, I guess, because there were, like, social media posts later that night about him being out, like, in the public. Yeah, he did tweet, he's fine, and he meant yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my goodness. The, and... NC State fans were were crushing Tar Heel fans about mm-hmm. being classless, and Tar Heel fans crushing NC State fans about being babies. Look, every fan base sucks because people suck. That's where we are. It, it just it, yeah. it kills me to see these back and forth like worst fan base ever. Like everybody stinks. Yeah, everybody sucks. Everybody sucks. Yeah something we can agree on <laughs> i mean we can find unity in our suckage we have fans in our fan base that suck yeah cowboys fans suck eagles fans i i don't know it's it just was hilarious to me some now i will say this some fan bases suck more than others let's be honest let's be honest clip who sucks more than who well yeah, i'm talking about like nfl fan bases some are a lot more annoying <laughs> and suck more cowboys well, fans and, and, I've been, and college fans are the same i've been to byu i'm sure they got some sucky fans but overall i'm like man these fans are pretty damn nice here you know those fans are less sucky than when i went up to let's say west virginia although i had a positive experience at west virginia a lot of these that, people exactly had, a lot of people had negative experiences I was a little bit younger then, but we went out, we hung out, we, we were a little kind of like young alumni we consider at the time and went out to the party district. I, we had a fun time. And why, I and why is that? Because the fan base is I, made up of different people. I enjoy sometimes you're around a good group of people yeah. and sometimes you're around garbage people. Yeah. I had a great time up in Morgantown. Yeah. So But there are some so, you know, some would say West I, Virginia is like the most hated fan right. base. I've had I've been to Carter Finley a number of times. I've been sometimes where it was a good experience, and I've been sometimes where I'm like, God, this is the worst place I've ever been to. It just depends on the day, on the fan base, who you interact with that day. So it's just every day is a little bit different, I guess. Yeah. I just saw a whole, like, just all kinds of comments by that this weekend. Like, what are y'all doing? Y'all both suck. It's too equal. It's like politics. Yeah. Everybody sucks. <laughs> everybody where are the good guys in wrestling at least there's a heel and a face where's the face i can't find a face show me your face get out of my face get out of my face anyway there's that all right what'd you do this weekend Troy? i hung out with the boys had some of their friends over um it's always entertaining when you have a uh a group a gaggle of uh 14 year old boys over at the house nice word choice gaggle <laughs> yeah you just never know what's gonna happening with them um but uh enjoyed it watched a lot of nfl and uh, as i said i kind of came up with a new way to bet the nfl 
this weekend would you want me to go ahead and just share that with you now or after the let's take a break okay we'll come back we'll hit, we'll run through the games uh we'll hit some highlights and we'll hear troy d's uh new way to gamble yeah now we'll say yesterday's weather was perfect like nfl watching weather it was cold it was rainy yep. it was dreary like who wants to be outside in that if like because you don't want it to be super nice outside while these games are going on because then you're like tempted oh man i'm wasting the day watching these games and we we had a freaking snow game to watch yeah now i'm like thank god these games are on tv i have something to do on this terrible day um but i'll reveal my new system and how you can incorporate it this weekend clip this is just not telling you about something that happened this is about telling you something that you can do in your own life with your own children this weekend that could change the way you watch the AFC and NFC Championship game. Championship Sunday coming up. That's a pretty neat uh, hook right there. We'll tell you a new way to watch it when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. And as we head back into the show clip, uh, you were talking about the Gales and where their mascot name came from. Now, this is St. Mary's, correct? Yes. Okay. According to the Google, um, legend has it that in the 1920s, famous sports writer Grantland Rice named St. Mary's the Gales because there were so many Irish guys on the squad. Steve Phil says Gale is literally an Irish person. So there you go. Yep. So Notre Dame is the fighting Irish. These guys these guys are Gales. Wow. There you go. Yep. There you go. There's Learn your factoid new. of the day, folks. Learn something mm. new every day. Take that one to your bar and your buddies and pass it around. That's pretty cool. Heard Keaton Mitchell liner on the way in. He is getting ready for uh, training and uh, hopefully will be drafted coming up in a few months. And we got some other Pirates, Troy D, participating in an all-star game this weekend, the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl. And you've got uh, Holt Nailers, which was announced shortly after his appearance in the Hula Bowl. Uh, after that, we found out C.J. Johnson was going, and then uh, Noah Henderson also yeah. joining the list. So you'll have three guys uh, from East Carolina playing in that bowl game coming up on January 28th. Yeah, so and I believe it's on NFL Network, which is why this Saturday available. NFL Network. So, yeah. uh, what time? Kickoff time? Six. It's uh it's later in the day. It's, it's in L.A. than the Hula Bowl, so I will get the. I think uh, I thought I saw a nighttime kickoff for this thing, yeah. late afternoon anyway, but. I don't know. We get that for you because a lot of people missed the Hula Bowl. It was kind of buried on a Saturday on CBS Sports Network, but th- this one might be a little more easy to find. Yeah, and it's uh, pretty cool that the Conley connection will go all the way out. It's been at Hollywood Crossroads before Troy Day. Now yes, it's it Hollywood. And because the um, NFC AFC Championship games are both Sunday, this will be the only football game Saturday. Yeah. So it's really the only show in town. That's uh, kind of sad. 
Like, I know. No time, Monday night football tonight. I know. No I started thinking Saturday. about this like yesterday. I was like, man, this is really where it starts to wind down. It's right when I'm really kind of starting to get into it, too. You know, with the playoffs. <laughs> well, I'm saying, you know, like the regular season's up and down. The playoffs. Like, in September. Playoff, I know, but playoff football's different, man. <clears throat> yeah, you our know. teams aren't in it. But the games mean something. Like, it's the, the finality of it all, Clip. Yeah. It's the, the survive and move on or lose and die. The season is over. Pack it up. Go home so long. Goodbye. It meant something when Ron Rivera started Carson Wentz against the Browns, and he threw uh, three interceptions. Not that I still think about that. But that game meant something, Troy. Obviously, it meant something. It still affects you. <laughs> every day. I think about it every day. All right, let's talk about what happened this weekend. The Chiefs knocking off the Jags. The Jags were game uh, 27-20 was that final score. Shirley Rhodes, give me a highlight. 12th play of the drive for the Chiefs, second down and goal at the Jacksonville 8. Mahomes under center, gets the snap, fakes the handoff, rolls to the near side, cocks his arm, short pass, caught by Kelsey, five, runs along the hash mark and into the end zone, touchdown Chiefs. Short pass down the middle. Kelsey by himself with the belt high catch. Spotted on the grass on the hash mark. It led him right into the end zone. And the Chiefs have taken the first lead halfway through the first quarter in this divisional game. And Kelsey, his 13th career postseason touchdown reception, now third most all-time in NFL history. So Tyree Kill is a Dolphin. The Chiefs bring in Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, uh, Kadarius Tony, a cast-off from the Giants. So what do you do if you're the opposing team? You say, all right, got to stop Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, 14 catches, 98 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, the whole plan is to stop him, and he can't be stopped. And you just heard a touchdown right there. The Chiefs move on. It'll be a rematch against the Cincinnati Bengals, who hammered the bills 27 to 10 on friday when we made our picks uh told you that the Bengals were going to be down two starting offensive linemen to go along with lyle collins so for that reason give me buffalo it looked like buffalo was the team without all the starting offensive linemen on sunday just a dominant effort from the cincinnati Bengals. burrow pump fake looks burrow flips it over the middle wide open caught at the 10 jamar chase takes it in touchdown cincinnati the Bengals strike first with a bang, 28 yards. A rematch, Troy D, of, in the AFC Championship of last year's game. Yeah, boy, the visuals on this game were just incredible. With that, it was almost like a movie set with the snowfall and the uh, how it was coming down. You, you knew it was going to be uh, a fun one to watch when you saw that. Um, but Buffalo uh, leaving a little bit to be desired. Uh, all these games, by the way, heard exclusively on Pirate Radio. Thanks to our friends at Westwood One for the uh, audio. And, of course, we'll have the uh, AFC and NFC Championship games this Sunday. AFC rematch. We'll talk more about that in a moment. It was a Saturday night blowout in the NFC East showdown between the Eagles and the Giants. Third and nine. High snap. Minshew pulls it down. Gives it to Gamewell over the left side. He's got room. Gamewell to the 20. Inside the 10. And all the way eagles touchdown the cherry on top for the nfc championship bound philadelphia eagles how big of a blowout was it hit the very beginning of that again shirley 
Third and nine. High snap. Minshew pulls it down. Gardner Minshew's in the game, Troy. Jalen Hurts didn't get hurt. They just blew him out so bad. Gardner Minshew got into the end. My neighbor's from New York and is a huge Giants fan. About uh, before halftime, I went ahead and sent him the meme. Just, uh, you know, what happened? Meme. <laughs> wow. You you still do the in-game text? I did. Wow. I did. Uh, so Did he I, egg your house or something? No. Uh, I could read his response. <laughs> I was like, well, you know what? Why wait till the end of the game when I can go ahead and send it now? Then again, that's one where I, I left that one early. No need to stick around for that when it's 28 yeah. nothing at halftime. Yeah. The, well, I'll go ahead and pull it up and tell you what the response was because uh, it was a pretty good meme. So uh, the Eagles win. They will be at home, and they will be facing the San Francisco 49ers who took down the Cowboys on Sunday. Purdy looks right, takes the snap, holds it out, gives it to McCaffrey, up the middle into the end zone. Touchdown San Francisco. A two-yard touchdown run for Christian McCaffrey, and the 49ers have taken the lead. 15-9 San Francisco with two seconds gone here in the fourth quarter. Eighth consecutive game for Christian McCaffrey with a touchdown. Touchdowns tough to come by in that one. Dallas had one. The Niners had one. Niners win at nineteen to twelve. So I, I sent him the you know the what happened thing, which said, hey, I had just have one question for you. I'm watching the Giants game. <laughs> the what happened? He said, uh, if I go to bed now, I guess I might go to bed now. But that damn Jaguars comeback last week is still giving me hope. <laughs> and then I responded, I'd go ahead and go to bed if I were you. <laughs> so the Jaguars came back from twenty-seven to nothing. I, I was kind of thinking about that, but then I thought, okay, it's the Giants. It's uh, they don't have enough to yeah. to come back in that one. So. The stage is set once again. So Joe Burrow, I believe, is 3-0 and against Mahomes and the Chiefs in his career. Uh, so I really like him, man. He just seems to be just so laid back. He is a cool going. customer. I mean, really, I'm like, man, I, I, I find myself kind of pulling for this dude. Guess the line, Troy D. Cincinnati at Kansas City. Well, um, I... I'm going to be honest with you. I thought I saw that. Actually, I didn't see the actual number. I th- I thought I saw they were a favorite. Who? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I thought they were like a one or two point favorite. Or did I miss? Did I... I believe I saw the Chiefs open as a favorite. But right now, it is a pick em. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Which, uh, I, that sounds about right to me. So, I, you know, I thought... I love watching these games with my boys. You know, they're very sports-minded and, and love football. And a lot of times we'll bet on different things and just make it fun. And I will say this about, you know, when you gamble on a game, even if it's a low amount clip, but you got five bucks riding on it, it makes that game so much more interesting when you when you bet on it. Sure. You know, on games you might not be as tied into or stay till the end. Um, so it was Sunday, and I thought both the games Sunday were kind of evenly matched. So I told I was like, uh, Bryce, I'll take – you know, I, I, I like the 49ers over Dallas. Let's just bet. Let's not worry about point spread. Both these games are pretty even, in my opinion. I said, I'll take the 49ers. I'll give you Dallas. And then you pick, call. You pick the next. And then the other game, which was the, uh, the Bills-Bengals game, you pick the winner you like straight up, and I'll take the other team. I'll give you the first choice. And he didn't want to do it. So Tyler was like, I'll do it, Dad. I said, all right. So I bet it with Tyler. So he had the Cowboys, and then I had – the 49ers, and then he took the Bills at home in the snow. I said, okay, I'll take the Bengals. I kind of like them, but I'll leave it up to you. So that way we each have something. You both made a pick. We both made a pick straight up. We have a reason to watch both games. We have something on the line. 
And I thought that's a real kind of fun way to do it, especially when the games are kind of evenly matched. I think we'll do the exact same thing next Sunday because both these games, as you just said, one's a pick. One's right a now. pick. The other is two and so, a half. Right. So yeah. we'll do we'll do the same thing. I'll say, all right, I'll take this team, and then you pick the next game. You take whatever team. I'll take whoever's left over. Whoever you don't want, I'll take. We'll but straight since on. you won, do you go first again? Or yes. this time, are you going to give so, him by the, the first way, game choice? 2-0, and oh, Troy D. went. 2-0, and oh, Tyler had to pay up this, this morning. And you are going to make it take it. You're going to pick first next week? Yeah, sure. So what I'll, you, I'll pick the game like whoever I have a feeling about. Well, it's Monday. This can change, but it sounds like you like the Bengals. I, well, I like the Bengals and I like the 49ers. So who do I like more is the question. Okay. And so I'll you like pop, two road teams. I do. Hmm. I do. I, I like both of them. And uh, those would be the two teams I'd take right now. But, you know, things happen during the week. Injuries happen. Weather conditions. Well, let's just wait and see what happens. But uh, I like it. It'll, it'll probably be one of those two teams. All right. And then I'll leave it up to him. Fun way you to involve the kids. You can even just bet a dollar a game. It doesn't have to be a, a hundred bucks, you know? Or more it could just be for a small amount but it's fun you know what i'm saying go ahead and teach the youth gambling early in life <laughs> folks is what troy d say no but be reasonable about it yeah you know don't go crazy no the, all this stuff makes it fun it's, it's it's, just yeah every year at the super bowl party i do the uh the prop sheets and it just makes it something for everybody yeah even the uh the wives who don't Look. watch football uh you know what's the first commercial going to be beer oh i car all the time. whatever yeah. you know stuff like that Tyler Dreyfus was talking a lot of junk to me yesterday. Guess what he wasn't doing this morning? He when he was Owen too. Did yep. you rename him Owen? Start calling him Owen around not the house. Not talking a lot of junk this morning. Why Owen are you calling saying. me Owen? Because you're Owen too. <laughs> and you're about to be Owen four this so. weekend. All right. Yeah. You, uh, always a good. Fun, fun way to play with your kids if you want. Always or, good or to or best roommates. your boy. Yeah. Yeah. Chandler, yeah. you could do that with one of the roommates or something. Just a neat way to kind of do it where you each get your own pick. You don't have to worry about the line. Just go straight up. There you go. And then you all decide what you want to bet. The all chances right. are it'll balance each other out, you know, usually. But if not, maybe you have a winner like me. Newton Smith on YouTube says, are you guys going to cover ECU baseball or what? All right, Newton, <laughs> relax. Uh, season hasn't started yet. Stand down. Stand down. Tell you what, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll hear some of the comments from ECU Baseball. What? Media We're going to cover it? Let's cover it. All right, let's do it. Uh, we will do that when we return. We'll hear from Cliff Godwin, some of the players as well. More to go on Pirate Radio Live Hour 1. Back with you after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show welcome back do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event well keep it local and print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com the official sportswear provider of of pirate radio now let's head back into prl here's clip back with you pirate radio live here on a monday tyler 
letting folks know in the youtube chat to smash the like and give us some likes and hit that subscribe button while you were there do the same on facebook and we would greatly appreciate that as we uh kind of make the shift from football to hoops and pretty soon we'll have hoops and baseball to cover we were out at ecu baseball media day earlier today cliff godwin austin knight jeff palumbo spoke uh, as did some of the pirate players jacob jenkins coward uh josh moylan carter spivey garrett sailor amac alec makarevich and lane hoover so we caught up with those guys today at ecu baseball media day and uh let's hear some of cliff godwin uh right now he started talking about uh parker bird and uh what he has meant to this baseball program and the amazing story that is parker bird well, uh, we had a recruit on campus, and, uh, you know, of course, I, I don't answer my phone with the recruit, but we're finishing up. I had just finished up offering him a scholarship, and uh, my phone just kept ringing in my watch, and I looked down, and it's Jeff Bird. It was on a Saturday, and I knew once, like, the third time he was calling that it wasn't good, so I, I just told the recruit and his parents I had to step away, and Jeff obviously was in a panic and said hey I need you to get over to the emergency room so I dropped whatever I was doing and got my car and and I actually beat Parker there to the emergency room I I never could see Parker um, but I was there Um, and then the guys that were on the boat and his girlfriend showed up so I got a chance to spend some time with them until Jeff and and Mitzi and the rest of the family showed up. Parker seems to want to uh, you know play baseball again obviously he's hitting all that stuff no no timetable i think that's something that is tough to put a timetable on the thing that jeff and i talked about originally was to make him part-time so he was a part-time student in the fall he'll be a part-time <laughs> student in the spring so his clock doesn't start uh, for his eligibility um, you know he just got his prosthetic uh, right before christmas what a great christmas present and it's not something, and probably I was a little bit naive, it's not something that's, hey, when you get a prosthetic, you just put it on and, man, you're going. Um, you know, you've got to get that area uh, toughened where you can uh, have the prosthetic on. you got to get those quad muscles strong. So it was a process for him to be able to wear it for the entire day. And then I think once he continues to, you know, get that leg strong, I think you probably even get into a probably more dynamic prosthetic. And so all that's a process. But... I wouldn't bet against him. I tell people all the time, you know, people say, hey, is he going to bet? I say, I wouldn't bet against him. I just see the way he works and the attitude he has. Who are some of the guys that have taken the biggest lead this offseason? I guess from a position player standpoint, starting off I look at Carter Cunningham. I think Carter, you know, came in last year and probably put a lot of pressure on himself. He was really good friends with Zach Agnos. He was kind of in Zach's shadow a little bit. Uh, this year, he's taken a very professional approach about the way he goes about his business and just trying to be the best version of himself. He's been a really good leader. Um, he's kind of taken Dixon Williams under his wing because they both hit left-handed. He's just been another assistant coach on the field. Um, you know, Hoof is Hoof. Uh, JC, we're still trying to get him to take on more leadership roles. Uh, Ryan McChrystal and Justin Wilcoxon, I think, have made big jumps as far as being two elite catchers behind the plate. And pitching-wise, Charlie Hodges, he's a wild card for me because he's probably 14, 15 months out of Tommy John. In the fall, he pitched a little bit at the back end, 
but when it was about a year out, you just your command's not as good, and we're worried about your arm health. But now he's really coming. I think the sophomore class of pitchers that were freshmen last year, all of those guys have made big jumps. You look at Jake Hunter, uh, Eric Ritchie, Merrick Beaker. Uh, I really don't count Trey Savage in that group because he pitched a lot for us, but even him, he's made big jumps um, into the standpoint that you know you possibly could see him as a starter. So that's the one thing about our program, and I give all the credit to our assistant coaches, is they develop guys that are in a program. If the guys are willing to work and stick it out, then they get better. And Coach Knight's done a great job with the pitchers. <laughs> Coach Palumbo and Coach Bortles have done a great job with position players to develop those guys to um, you know, really allow their talents to come to the top. Would you like to see maybe more of an established starting, like starting pitching rotation versus kind of the plug and play what you guys did a lot last year? Coach Knight, yeah, we, we will, uh, we'll get a little more sleep this year, I think, because uh, our pitching depth's a lot better. You know, that, that's not something, and, and Coach Knight would tell you this, I tell you this, I'm a traditionalist. I don't like having openers, but last year we had to do what was necessary to give our team a chance to win. And I think, um, not to give myself credit is, but we just talked to the pitchers last year about everybody being a closer. And if you can just go out there and throw one inning, then we'll give the ball to somebody else. And it allowed our guys to have confidence and really uh, a selfless attitude. And they didn't really care when they pitched. They knew that a lot of them, if they were healthy, they were going to have a chance to, to go out there and pitch. So, but yes, I mean, in a, in a perfect world, you'd like to put out a Friday, Saturday, Sunday starting rotation. Cliff, you mentioned earlier about your knee. Um, how did off-season knee surgery go for you? How are you feeling right now? And will you be able to be out there at third base as the season approaches here? Well, and uh, less of my tackles me. I think I'll be in good shape to coach third base. Uh, yeah, it was a grind. Um, got my <coughs> pick line out today. So I actually can bend my arm a little bit better and take a shower while getting saran wrap around my arm. So that's pretty cool. Um, but no, my knee's actually feeling good. It's just the antibiotics make me feel like crap. Cliff Godwin there with a health update on himself and uh, talking about the team, Parker Bird, and a lot of veterans returning on this team, Troy. We, we think about the losses every year and what a cast and crew we had on the Players' Lounge last year with Bryson Worrell and C.J. Mayhew and Zach Agnos and those guys, and uh, definitely going to miss uh, seeing them around here. But with Jacob Jenkins-Coward and uh, Lane Hoover and uh, the pitching that we have, Garrett Saylor and uh carter spivey still a lot of guys that have been around here and won a ton of baseball games yeah i got some exciting news to share uh down the road too concerning that in pirate radio so we'll uh be talking about that in a little bit and announcing it uh officially later on but uh yeah excited about baseball season great group of guys as you said and look their expectations are high once again this season east carolina in a number of top season top 25 polls well, as high as what was the D one baseball? Uh, D one baseball. Fourteen. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, right. that's the highest I've seen preseason. Today, Baseball America came out with twenty four. I saw. Yeah, so, I mean, so it varies. Obviously, I you know I agree with what Coach Godwin always says. It's the poll, the the last poll of the year is the only one that truly matters. But hey, look, it's good to be. Uh, respected and get some preseason accolades like this and we'll see if uh, east carolina can live up to it sounds like uh we're gonna see jacob jenkins coward in center field and uh in fact shirley let's hear him talk about that talking about moving over from right to center cut one uh it's it's definitely uh, a little bit more responsibility as being you know the captain of the outfield last year bryson did a really good job but uh 
Really, I think it's easier. Uh, you can read the swing easier. You can read the ball off the bat better. Uh, it's just about uh, helping out corner outfielders as well. So a little bit more responsibility. Yeah, shortstop also a position that folks are asking a lot about, and and we've seen Alec Makarevich, according to himself and Cliff Godwin, uh, go over there a little bit. Amac's been at the hot corner on third base, but just a, a couple of the positions there: center field, shortstop catcher we we might see a few different guys behind the plate for east carolina this year uh but a few positions that are uh, kind of being looked at here this preseason lane hoover was asked about communicating with a new center fielder now that bryson Worrell is gone lane hoover won yeah i mean i would say that i mean practice is practice with i, I practice with him every day in bp and you know i think our communication is very good and um you know we're just going to keep on practicing that and um bryson was great last year he was a man but you know jc jc's very good he's outgoing outspoken and he's very loud so i feel like our communication will be you know pretty good just as well as it was with bryson last year pirates troy got off to that slow start um do you remember the team that swept him last year yeah it was um I do. I was just talking about it the other day. Hold on one second. And I remember, I'll never forget the the text I got from you Sunday after the series was over against um God, I got Garrett stuck in it's my head. It's a person's name. I know. I, for some reason I got Garrett stuck in my head. It's not Garrett. Similar. Um we used to have a baseball player with this name it, that we, we liked to hold. Uh, God. It was Anyway, hold on. I'm going to come back to it cuz I want to give me this. to tell you. Give me a hint starts with a b and now i got barton stuck in my head uh it was uh god i just talked a male's name that starts with a b it was uh bobby billy it was uh i never really heard of the school both cephas played them god go ahead and tell me it's gonna drive me crazy bryant 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 so i remember we got swept by bryant we had just started all the players are coming on that monday afterwards i got the oh yeah i got the text from clip yep going hey great call on the players lounge are we really doing these interviews and i was like oh man i know but i was like you know what was and i'll I'll talk to some of these guys about afterwards like the fans were down the media was down everybody was like doom and gloom but you know who wasn't the players they came in here and they were so upbeat they picked us positive and focused and said look this is all this isn't indicative of who we are and and there were some weird anomalies that happened in that series as you know well you had the uh home run that wasn't a home run. i know it shouldn't have happened it shouldn't have been a a sweep anyway but anyway it wasn't east carolina's best foot forward but the players were so positive upbeat i remember saying hey man we're gonna be fine like this is this isn't the end of the season here you know this is not the way you wanted to start but this isn't it's not over and uh sure enough clip you know they went on and, and had a fantastic year but uh i do remember there's certain things that stick in your head and that text i got from you going oh geez thanks for setting me up for this <laughs> yeah. yeah but it ended up being great it did it and, was uh, it was awesome it was a, it was a fun season i'm looking forward to a, another fun season this year and hopefully hosting a regional and super regional and they want to get off to a better start than they did last year josh moylan talked about that josh moylan one uh, talked about uh how to avoid a slow start like last year yeah i mean obviously i think you know starting the season the way we did it's a huge learning experience because we don't want to go out and do the same thing this year and we all know that and 
we know the steps it takes now to make sure we don't do that. Like last season, before the season, you know, we were just looking forward to the season and not really focused as much on practice each and every day. And this year especially, I mean, every day, I mean, coaches said it, we're stacking up days and it's it's been good this year as far as fall leading into now. So I think just having that experience was great for all of us, honestly, because now we know what we need to do to make sure it doesn't happen again. All right, there is Josh Moylan. You also heard from Lane Hoover, Jacob Jenkins Cowart, and Cliff Gobbin. We got plenty more audio to get to today and throughout the week here on Pirate Radio Live. Uh, Julia Hoover knew that it was Bryant. Yeah, I wonder how she knew. Hoover. And uh, Alex Marion said that series against Garrett. We'll never forget. It. <laughs> yeah, I was close. Oh, Garrett came in here. I was just talking about Bryant last week, but then I went blank on it on the show. You know, when you're in front of the lights clip and the microphone. And then you heard Garrett Saylor, and all you could think about was Garrett. I know, and it's funny, like, how it's probably the same thing in sports trivia. You ask these questions in a, you know, non-pressure environment, a lot of people. But then you've got only a certain amount of time. You know, it's a different deal when it's showtime. There you go. Yeah. I cracked under the Bryant pressure. You better show Bryant some respect. The way they did us Thank last God, year. God, we're not playing them this year. Yeah. Glad to not see them on the schedule. East Carolina opens up with, I believe, uh, another dude, right? George? Uh, former president. Yeah, George. George. Boy. And uh, not Bush, but Washington. George Washington. Oh, is he either going to go Mason or Washington? George Mason? That's a school. Is he a president? Well, that's a good question, Clip. My God. And uh, that, I didn't hear the president part. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I was just hearing the George part. And guess who we play? I need to start listening better like Chandler's doing. I, yep. You're doing hey. a much better job of staying focused on the show, Chandler. Yes. Troy's you. good at hearing, but yeah. not listening. Now you sound like Lee D. You got to. You got to. <laughs> Lee D used to always say, well, your hearing is fine, Troy. HR it's you to listen. Sure, listening. You hear what you want to hear. Because I used to think there was a problem with my hearing as a kid. Because I'd probably ignore Oh, there's no stuff. problem. There's no problem, Troy. If I say, Troy, here's a $100 bill, yeah. you don't have a problem hearing that. No, you hear that? Fine. I say, Troy, take out the trash. And now you no, got a problem. There's no response. You act like a deaf then kid. Then you're not listening, Troy. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's true. He used to say that all the time. You don't have a hearing problem. You have a listening problem. I could hear him saying that in yeah. my head right now, yeah. actually. In fact, that little role play we just did was pretty Based accurate. on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> if Hollywood did a movie, that would be very accurate. Uh, George Washington, the first series beginning February 17th. The first midweek game, as always, on the road at Campbell. and then uh, Got to get over the hump on that one. Very good. And then a fun series, February 24th. The Tar Heels of North Carolina will be here on Friday and Saturday, and they will be uh, at Boschmer Stadium coming up on Sunday. That Saturday, Josh Thomas pointed this out, a monster Saturday in Greenville, North Carolina. 2 o'clock, February 25th. Troy, you got North Carolina uh, coming to town for baseball. Uh-huh. Uh, stadiums will be packed out for, for that. And then that evening over at Menji's Coliseum, you're going to have a top five Houston Cougars team, 8 o'clock, Menji's Coliseum. Wow. What a day here in Greenville, North Carolina. That uh, That is. Tar Heels here during the day, top five Houston here at night. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Wow. That's so, a- you know, do your party and tailgating, but keep in mind that's going to be a full day. We're going to need you at your and top I, I building would say all day. Both events should be close to capacity. Should be. Yeah. 
I just I always say close to because I never know with the basketball crowd. I've seen we've had big games before that have not sold out. Had good crowds, but we'll, I don't know. I don't want to say this is a guarantee to sell out. It'll be the best crowd of the year. Yeah, to see uh you know, and then the UNC always brings people. No doubt that that should be a sell. But once again, it, it may not be, but it'll be a huge crowd. Looking forward to uh, to that uh, tomorrow. Huge game in Menji's Battle of the Basement, <laughs> East Carolina and Tulsa. Troy, we want to stay out of that basement. We want to keep Tulsa there. So a big one tomorrow night in Menji's. Are you going to the game? Clip, I'm not going to beat around the bush on this one. I have been, when I say I might before or it's pending or it's possible, those that is true. I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, cut through the chase right now and not play any, you know, could be, would be, should be games with you. I cannot attend tomorrow. Thank you. All um, right. I will not be there. I appreciate you being I have straightforward. a prior commitment that I'm already obligated to. Well, I will be there. So it's no slight at ECU basketball. It's nothing against the Pirates. It's something I've committed to before i i knew about this game that is uh gonna take precedent no slide to basketball i mean you could have had the same commitment on a football saturday and not going to a football game i probably would have changed plans but, but <laughs> it's something that i've committed to <laughs> exactly. okay so a little slight little uh, not tiny. gonna get into details <laughs> a tiny slight but this is something that i feel i need to honor my obligation for but guess what i'll be there so that's I'll, good and yeah. I, I think we'll have some of our best people there including you including chandler including jenny uh and and maybe even others that's best of the best right there yeah so i feel good like hey i don't have to be there because our people are there yeah some of the best pirate radio folks we have are boots on the ground tip of the spear over there in Menjis. so whether i'm there or not is really irrelevant because we've got such great people there there you go thank you Troy, enjoyed it. Sounds good. That hour, uh, not to steal a line from you, went by fast. It did. That was really a fast did. hour. That was fun. Yeah, quick hour. Kind of like the month of January. Yes. <laughs> see? Now you're catching on. Flew by. I will see you Thursday. All right. Thursday at uh, three. three. Look forward to it. I got breaking news out of the NFL as we got a break. Breaking you break can, You news. can do the breaking. Uh, you can do the uh, bumper if you want. But the breaking as we news. Got a break, do we need the breaking news? The thing? NFL has announced that, the ne- at, that next week's 49ers-Eagles-NFC Championship game will be played at a neutral site at AT&T Stadium so fans in Dallas can finally experience a conference championship game. hey <laughs> oh, man. hey disrespecting me, bro. Like, don't do I'm that. Soft. You should have saved that for Brian Bailey. Hey, oh! I, I did see a meme. It said, uh, it was like before the game, it said, Dallas is going to the Super Bowl. Someone responded back not unless they have a ticket god y'all are rehashing some jokes Hi-oh! from my childhood here <laughs> we need some new material yeah. it's just it's nfl memes mark safe from dim boys for another year dallas that- goes down great to see dak Pre- uh randolph on youtube says <laughs> dax dax just threw another interception yeah how about that last play? What do you think about how they drew that one up? That was a little different. I yeah. want to know how many times they practiced that and how it looked in practice compared to how it looked hilariously the, yesterday. The execution of that was god-awful. First, you get your running back blown up. Oh, God, I'm still worried about him. Second, the receiver gets blown up. <laughs> yes. Like, it was just boom, boom. I know. Double shot. They would have been better off just taking a knee and not risking <laughs> those guys getting hurt. Just walk off the field. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, What a way to go out. Oh, how about the kicker? 
Hey, made a field goal or two. Yeah, but that first that one, first one was that going one, to be that was, was going to be left. Gone. Oh, way off. That and, was going to be way because off. Because it was so low, it got blocked. Uh, so that's still on him. Unbelievable. I, I die laughing when he missed out. We'll uh, have our eulogy for Dallas with Brian <laughs> Bailey when we return. How about him? <laughs> that's on the way after this. <laughs> You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Brian Bailey show coming your way at six o'clock talking hoops with Riley Davis. If you missed it at noon, which I did, I was over at media day. So I'll be checking that out on the way home after our program wraps up at six o'clock. BB joins us now on the pit electric live line. Bailey, how you doing? I'm not too bad. How are you? I'm doing all right. And uh, don't hang up Bailey. Uh, Troy heard you were coming up next and he wanted to stick around for this segment. Well, I missed you in the studio today and I just wanted to offer you my condolences. I know how it feels when I, you know, I pull for a team that loses often and I know what you're going through and I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice. I try and be nice and offer my condolences. And Troy, this, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the studio. <laughs> Because he's not going to come on if you're here. I just, I just want. I've got to, to do this segment. I know, I know. I just wanted to offer. All right, you did. All right. <laughs> you got it. I mean, he's if back. he ain't, I he's mean, back. Bailey. I was trying to be nice, Bailey. Bailey. I, I got cut off. I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Our connection is bad as that last play I ran yesterday oh, to end the game. Who cares about that? That, that, that game was over. That play didn't matter. Uh, well, it was hilarious nonetheless. Uh, the kicker. Bailey, uh, defense showed up. Yeah, and that's that's the one thing that when you look toward the future, I mean, obviously, when you have a defense like that, you can win a lot of games. But uh, Dak's got to figure out, you know, he's got to get some new contact lenses or something to figure out what color jersey he's throwing to because he had a real problem. And I, and I I just get tired of every game and goes to the podium and says, man, those are, those interceptions are on me 100%. They're on me. That can't happen. And the next game happens again. I mean, at some point, you know, you got to figure it out or, or get out. Do something. They're paying him too much money yeah. for that many interceptions. Should, should they try and work out, you know, a trade? Well, it's just so hard to trade somebody in the NFL with everything that, that happens. And I'm sure that they're, you know, they're committed to him, but – you know, either either they're committed to him or they need to get him committed, one of the two. <laughs> How committed are you to Mike McCarthy right now? Well, I, I'm kind of – I'm lukewarm. I mean, you know, he's no Jason Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> There's a bar to set. There you go. No, I mean, I think Mike McCarthy's a good coach. I think, you know, that, that they had some issues, you know, in the game. But I just, I just think that they, you know, there's like a black cloud around since they won those Super Bowls in the 90s. It's like, you know, because you can't make up something about a kicker missing all those extra points. I mean, you can't even make that up. You could you couldn't have written that script and somebody say oh oh yeah the, the NFL fans they'll buy that one let's let's run this script this week because nobody would buy it they, there's no way a kicker is going to miss that many extra points and and then to uh, come out and have it blocked but right. you it saw was, the trajectory of it oh yeah that yeah. thing was headed that thing was headed you know, I thought the Fox guys did a great job of showing it from the angles of where it was going to be. It, it wasn't going to be good if it didn't get blocked, and it was obviously a low kick. But and, and yeah, thankfully, he, you know, he righted his ship a little bit. and He made a couple of field goals. You know, you got to figure he's gone. I mean, they got to bring in a new kicker next year. I think so. I think that's a foregone conclusion. But he had a great year. I mean, that's the weird thing about yeah. the whole thing. It wasn't like you know he was missing this field goal with that extra point or whatever. He missed three during the regular season, which is probably too many still, but he hit some big field goals for the, for the Cowboys during the year. Well, what I didn't understand, Bailey, is he li- I, the extra point, you can choose kind of where you line up, right? As far as what, if you want to be well, left hash, hash kick on. center or right hash. No. Yeah. He's always lining up to, I believe, the left hash, and it's always going all – like, why did not he just line up in the middle? Hey, 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 it didn't matter where he lined up. He kicked one the other day, left, kicked one right. I mean, he didn't know where it was going. He had the yips. Yeah, that was all. That was not where the ball was. That was all in his head. Yeah, short on the tee box. Same thing. Yeah, very similar, but I'm not getting paid $10 million a game to do it. No. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, any final words, Bailey, before we move on to another topic? I mean, where'd you watch the game, B? Uh, I watched the first half of tie. Oh, funny story. I watched it at tiebreakers, and we were sitting in that corner table where we usually sit. And I usually try to behave for the most part. But something happened in the game, and I stood up and screamed. And there was a couple that had just gotten seated in the booth right in front of us. And right after that, I saw the guy's hand in the air, and they escorted him to the other side of the restaurant. They <laughs> <laughs> has to be moved away from Brian Bailey. Wow. Screaming Bailey. I talked, I'm not going to say who. I talked to a friend. They said, oh, my only regret was I didn't get a chance to go to tiebreakers to watch Brian Bailey during this uh, game. I know it wasn't bad, bad, because, I mean, we left at halftime. Yeah. Now, what would have happened in the second half? We'll just ask Bella. <laughs> no. That's why I want to get Bailey for a watch-along, but he won't do it. Bless her heart. She went to bed and then she woke up uh, this morning and she came into bed and crying. I said, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" He goes, "The Cowboys lost." I asked Alexa. She said they lost. <laughs> <laughs> you know how emotional Bailey is, though. About the, do you really want his career to end on a watch along party when the Cowboys? It would be joke? amazing. And he has a meltdown live on a watch along. I want Bailey live on camera during a Washington Dallas <laughs> no, game. I don't want year. that on my watch. No, I really didn't have a, a, a true meltdown. It was kind of more along the lines of, you know, th- this is not going to work. This is this, this is bad. You know, when they got the ball back with two-something, or, or they punted with two-something to go, and they couldn't stop, you know, San Francisco. And, can't, uh, because San Francisco scored so many points of late, and Dallas holds them to 19 yeah. and can't, can't really come close to, to beat them. I mean, the defense did what it needed to do to win the game, I thought. I, I mean, they the defense looked great. Kaz on YouTube said half the playbook went out the window when Pollard got injured. I don't know about that, but you definitely lose a major weapon. Right, and that's, I mean, and now you're looking at, you know, I thought all along the Cowboys would probably have to cut 
Ezekiel Elliott to keep Pollard. But now you got Pollard trying to get a new deal off of a broken leg and a, and a high ankle sprain to go with it. So I don't know whether that's good for the Cowboys that maybe he'll be a little cheaper and they can get him or if that's going to be – I don't know. And Elliott's got to be on the backside of his career. He's, you know, he takes up a ton of cap space for you guys, so he's kind of dead weight almost. Yeah. I so. saw they moved him to center. Is that where he's going to play next year? <laughs> no, he proved that with one play. He's not going to play there next year. Hey, long snapping ain't easy, right, Chandler? We we found that out. That's one of those great ideas when you're against the scout team in practice, and it probably works nine out of ten times. But yeah. the, the execution of that in real life is a little bit different. Like Bailey said, I mean, the game is over that point. But, man, what a way to go out. What a hilarious way to end the season. It was it was great execution, or they they should have executed some something. <laughs> yeah, the old famous line there. All right, who? Uh, what does San Francisco do at Philly next week, Bailey? I think Philly looks looks better. Although you know, San Francisco, Dallas's defense stopped them, and Philadelphia's defense may be better than Dallas's defense. And then Philadelphia's at home; they're going to be tough to beat on at home. So San Francisco okay. had lost in three months. That's I know, crazy. That's crazy to me because I don't. I really. I think they've got some good parts, but I really – I didn't go into that game thinking there's no way Dallas can can play with these guys. They're with the rookie good. quarterback. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, didn't get quite the heat that I'd like to have seen on the quarterback, but they got some heat on him. But they still, they, they still held him to 19 points, and that's with Dak throwing, you know, two interceptions. Yeah, I'm interested that's to see what that – interception was the worst one right before the half, yep. second and two. Yeah. Second and two from like a 14-yard line. And he threw it in the arms to one guy, and he couldn't catch it, and then the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> that was it, just... It was just, it was just a dumb play. I mean, but, you, there's so many other plays out there, and he tried to – and he missed Gallup deep. If he had thrown that in the right spot, that would have been a touchdown. He missed CD deep one time. CD made a great catch on it, but oh, yeah. he could have walked into the end zone. I mean, I don't know. We were talking about this before uh, during the break. I didn't realize the rule. We saw it on that last drive. Dalton Schultz is hit, and he's moving backwards out of bounds. And I saw the DB waving his arm, uh, doing the circle motion with his arm to say, keep the clock going. I'm like, well, he's out of bounds. What are you talking about? Heads up play by that guy. I didn't know the rule that if you're going backwards and you go out of bounds, the clock doesn't stop. Did you know that rule? I knew it. I didn't think about it when it happened. And yeah. The defensive back did that. And I thought, oh, he's right. And then and he was right. And then and then Dalton Schultz, I mean, you know, just little things that you have to do as a championship team on that 15-yard out. Yeah. He's got to get both feet down. He thought he had the first one down, and he didn't. I mean, it was a good call. But, I mean, that's 15 yards. It gets you closer. Now, are you going to complete a Hail Mary? Probably not. <laughs> it had to be better than that last play that they ran. <laughs> Redbeard says that play would have worked better with Fat Zeke. Maybe Zeke needs to yeah. get fat. You know, again. and my Tyler, my son said Zeke was doing better when he was eating all the time. Like you know, he's doing that motion, like feed me. He got too skinny. He needs to go back to eating out of the bowl again. Yeah, yeah. Look, fatter Brian Bailey had better champ. Like you're skinny now, Bailey. Yeah, when when you were fat, D- the, Dallas, Dallas was, was dominating. Yeah. I think I'll go back. <laughs> when Brian Bailey was fat with a mustache, Dallas was unbeatable. They were good back then. Have you considered adding both? Yeah. I'll say this, Bailey. It was cool to see those uniforms on uh, NFL Playoff Sunday. Like, it did remind me of uh, you know some childhood for me in the early 90s. Yeah, San Francisco fans said they sure look pretty. Jeez. Oh, boy. 
tonight. I'm sorry, Bailey. Let Troy stay on the whole time. <laughs> it's his station. What do you want me to do? Oh, I've missed you, B. I didn't even bother you yesterday. I keep forgetting that. I keep forgetting that, that he's. I didn't even. I didn't even send one negative like message, email, text. Troy says, I'll... "Can I sit in on the next segment?" I'm like, "Do I? Can I really say no? Like, what? What if I say no? Then I just what? Want, I want it. This saves me a phone call." I can talk to you now. Ellerby is the brains of the operation. I haven't figured out Troy's role yet. Saves you a phone call. Bailey would have hung up like he did already on you. You would have never got this phone call. This gets you a phone call. Yeah, you've been granted one call, and you happen to have it live on the air today. No, you're a good sport, B. We're not. I mean, look, I do. We do feel bad. We all our teams have lost. We know what it's like. Yeah. I don't feel bad, but also I'm not going to chastise Bailey because my team didn't even make it there. Yeah. I'm more upset at mine. Better to have played and lost than to never have played. 100%. Uh, I hear you, Dak. <laughs> That's on him. It's on him. All right, how about the other side? Believe it or not, Joe Burrow 3-0 and against Mahomes and the Chiefs, and here's the AFC Championship rematch. Bailey can Burrow and the Bengals do it again. They look awesome right now. They really do, and and you know you got to wonder exactly how bad that injury is to Patrick Mahomes. And I saw a, a point spread. I was wondering if there would even be a point spread to start the week, but I saw Kansas City minus one. And if that's the case, a lot of folks like Cincinnati. Well, it's a pick 'em now. So is it down? Yeah, so they've gone to pick 'em. Yep. So a lot of people do uh, at this point, like the uh, Bengals. What was it? Tony Romo saying that you know the the ankle sprain is the worst the next day. Like when he's had that, you can barely walk on it after the game. That they can tape it up and give you enough medicine during the game, but then it's like the recovery this week is a little tough. So he'll probably play, but he may not practice a ton this week. And you hear all the time that that perhaps a break is better than a sprain. So those sprains can last for a long time. Yeah, so he didn't have a long time. Brian Bailey joining us, Pitt Electric Live Line. We'll have the AFC and NFC Championship games coming your way on Sunday. We got some Pirate Hoops coming up on Tuesday. Bailey talked to Riley Davis earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. East Carolina trying to snap a long losing streak and stay out of the basement in the American. They got Tulsa coming to town on Tuesday night. Yeah, you look at Tulsa's record, it's not very good, but that it's the same thing as USF. It's, it's kind of like what Coach Schwartz said. These teams have played tough you know, tough teams in the American, so their record doesn't look very good, but they're not bad teams, and, you know, the Pirates are so young and still trying to get it, and they lose perhaps their best player when Javon Small with his injury. So I think it's it's going to be another tough one, but I think that, you know, they need they need a win to snap that skid, and they've got uh, another winnable game coming up for the weekend. So Wichita State comes back to town, or comes to town after the uh, Pirates beat them in Wichita, which was really a surprise. We'll talk to Kim McNeil Tuesday on the show. How about their basketball team, Bailey? Five and two in conference play and got a home game coming up against Memphis on Wednesday. Man, and how about Amaya Joyner, the former Farmville Central star? Man, she's she's won the freshman of the week honor, what, four times now. And Danae McNeil, she's won the player of the week honor a couple of times. So they've uh they've pretty much dominated that that award for the year. But uh, they're both two very good players, and she's had a really good season. Those those ladies were picked dead last in the American. And right now, uh, at last check, uh, in third and, uh, and, mo- and climbing up the standings. So, uh, awesome stuff from them. We'll talk to Kim McNeil coming up on Tuesday. Had baseball media day earlier today, Bailey, as we get ready for the 2023 season. Cliff Goblin and uh, company receiving some high accolades heading into this year, as always. 
Yeah, uh, the third national ranking came out today. Baseball America at 24. Pirates have been ranked as high as 11 uh, in the nation in the polls. And there's like, there's like 12 more polls that will come out before the season starts. But uh, it's always, you know, you always say, well, I always say, it's, it's a chance to cheat winter because you get a chance to have to, an early spring when the Pirates start playing baseball. And there'll be some cold days now. But uh, that's that's kind of a kind of a cool thing. You can see spring just around the corner when the Pirates uh, hit the diamond. Their banquet is set for this week, this Saturday night, so that'll be good, too. Yeah, and we sure you kept showing me your phone last week, 73, whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, 52 today, not brutal. I was talking to some jungle dwellers last week about the weather and baseball and said, sure enough, when ECU baseball rolls around, oh, snow. that's when the cold blast yeah. comes in every single year. So Every time. Yeah. Bailey, you emceeing the banquet this year? Yes, I am, despite your little phone call that you tried to pull off that time. But, yes, I am. What are you talking about? Let's hear about that. Now, you know, when, when you you were with Cliff and, and you tried to, to call me and tell me that, that you had to do a commercial and that you, you wanted me to hear it first and I wasn't going to be the MC. You thought it was funny. Oh. And Cliff is in the background yelling, Bailey, don't kill me. He talked me into it. And I was like, <laughs> never talked to me. I don't even know if I heard that. No, that was funny. I, was a little, I forgot about that. It was about a month yeah. ago we played a little prank on Bailey and Cliff was in here saying, um, yeah, that, that Bailey had been changed as the MC. I said, well, I said uh, you know how much that means to him. I said, you can't do that. I said, but let's Dude, call him. I knew, yeah, I knew better. I said, let's call him and tell him. That's awesome. I like that. If Troy, if Troy was calling me, I knew it wasn't, yeah. yeah. Alec Burleson will be speaking. We talked to Burley last week. Bailey, he said he's ready to – he said every day when he's on the way to work out, he – he uh, says his speech, but he's not going to write anything down. He's, he's been trying to perfect something, so we'll see how he does coming up on Saturday. He'll do just fine. I tell you what, he's a, he's an outstanding young man. I'm looking forward to hearing that speech. That'd be fun. I will say this: I'm not a huge banquet guy, but I did. This is one of the best ones to go to, and it's it sold, it's sold out by the way. So if you didn't get a ticket, I'm sorry, but this is. I believe they're going to try and web stream it this year somehow i have to talk to other uh, guys about that on where to find it but this is uh one of the more fun banquets i attend uh bailey yeah he really is with and, you know the guys that speak sometimes the seniors will speak a little bit and talk about you know how coach guy would yell at him or something this is really funny if you can imagine that and then uh it's just it's really just a good time bb thanks for joining us uh how'd your chat go with riley davis earlier today got that coming up again at six o'clock it was very good. You know, I, I haven't had a chance to really spend a lot of time with the assistant coaches, but we got Riley on it, and he was really, really good. A lot of energy. He's a Cowboy fan, so you know he's a great guy. Uh, you know, he was sad as <laughs> after the game, like myself, but uh, he pulled it together and did a great job on the show today. It was fun. Speaking of which, Michael Perry, fellow Cowboys fan, will uh, join us on the show on Tuesday. He Last time we talked to him, he said it was the Cowboys year, so we'll get an update on that. Yeah. Is their year? They're here to lose in the divisional again. Ask him how that turned out. Yeah. <laughs> BB, thanks for joining us, man. All right, but y'all take care. All right, see you, B. There he is, Brian. Brian Bailey facing the music on yeah. a Monday. I didn't want to say this while he was on, but the Cowboys uh, clip here's a stat to consider. You know, stat and, to consider. And Bailey's one of those guys that loves statistics. Yeah, well, because statistics are stats. Stats are a statistic. Well, stats, of course, uh, <laughs> is a statistic you can look at. Yeah. So look at this one. Cowboys 0-7 in divisional playoffs since the 1997 season. Mm. So they've ne- they've never won a divisional. Uh, never made it to the conference championship. In this century. Since. Yep. Yeah. Which I can relate to and that. And me, me being 
kind i didn't want to say that in front of it and even though that's a stat that's a fact i didn't want to feel like we're rubbing it in at all sure i won't be handle this with kid gloves because we know how sensitive he is he literally hung up on us right out of the gate (laughs) as i offered my condolences thank you shirley for getting him back on and the cowboy nation yeah all right uh I'm trying all i'm to... saying is is when i called him and i picked up the phone i said please don't shoot the messenger i'm just the producer of the show <laughs> yeah we had to re- yeah like you said kid gloves like we gotta he was like I... I, we got disconnected i don't know what happened so it would make for some good radio all right when we return brian medor is going to join us troy you want to stick around uh i'm just no, kidding I, brian I, yeah. not I, I don't have anything to tease medor about <laughs> i, I was trying to think of who else i could have on that you would want to stick around it's all junk yeah. to. i'm trying plus, to think what plus i could medor say. fires back a lot harder than That's bailey does. Oh, yeah he wouldn't hang up like a no uh, he would curse us all yeah. out yeah yeah that was the easy way out or come down here and fight us with only <laughs> one good hand probably all right all you good deal we'll uh we'll talk some more pirate baseball when we return hour two of pirate radio live back with you after this to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Thanks for tuning in or chiming in YouTube, Facebook. See what's going on in the chat. Johnny on Facebook says, Unfortunately, Washington holds the current NFL record for most consecutive seasons without winning at least 11 games. You know, Johnny, why don't you get a life? Uh, you come with all these stats. You some stat nerd with all these numbers and figures and facts. Yeah, why don't you do something productive with your time? Nobody cares about your stupid stats, Johnny, with a Washington stat. Chandler saw that stat during the break. Is it thirty-one years, thirty-one seasons? Do y'all, you act like all the, this complaining I do and being miserable, do you think it's like a joke or something? Do you not realize how bad it actually is? Well, it's not. It's it's more of you can exaggerate things sometimes. And I just never realized that this is something that you don't exaggerate. And that, that is your hatred and your sadness with Washington football. So now I understand. Like, I read that stat. Thank you. By the way, thank you, Johnny. Like, don't get Johnny mad because he will not contribute to this show. He contributes in a lot of ways when it comes to stats. Get a life, Johnny. That's an important one because now I get a really, job. Because now I really do feel bad for you. Thirty-one years since the last time the Washington football team or franchise or whatever you want to call it. We're called them. the Commanders. Ugh, disgusting. Thirty-one years since you've at least won eleven games, ten or eleven. That is 
That's crazy. You're crazy. You were nine years old. You were like 10. 10? Trying to find. Shirley, do we have Tommy Tuberville saying get a job anywhere? Get a job. <laughs> I don't know if we have that saved. If you could just look that up for me, I'd appreciate it. He said it. that at Cincinnati, right? Why don't you get a job? He's like walking off, off the, the field. field. They're booing him. Like he knew he was going to get fired or something. He was like, how about you get a job? <laughs> they took her gerbs. Tommy, you need to be fired. How about you get a job? <laughs> I really hope we have it. Shirley's checking on it. All right, let's get our Robert Skipper update. <laughs> Robert. The Summit Pie Radio. Lucky here. Best and brightest. Here's Robert's comments in the YouTube chat today. Uh, no context. Just, con- just comment by comment. Hey, <laughs> your friend is here. So glad Dallas lost. Wish KC would. Kelsey gets underneath zone coverage when the linebackers are too deep. Multiple times he was covered by a corner. John, you are correct. Need college football back. John, I umpired high school baseball along with college summer wood bat leagues. Got burned out on the sport. Yo. Agreed, John. Listen here. LOL. Five people will be there. Yo. Hey. Yeah. Troy, quit badgering BB. LOL. Bring Robert on. Thank you, Robert. Man. Robert, another, keeps on another great day in the chat room for Robert. You're doing Skipper. good, Robert. You're doing good, buddy. Robert, of course, the former high school baseball college summer wood bat league umpire. Here, <laughs> were, you, were you given a, uh, a pitch counter as a kid, too? Here's a strike call. Yeah. 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 Lucky. <laughs> he got him. That, that's the ball call. Like when there's a ball outside, lucky. Lucky. All right, uh, Shirley. I guess we don't have Tommy Tuberville get a job. Man, and I tried. To I can go to my YouTube. personal soundboard and go to YouTube and look up Tommy Tuberville get a job. I tried to find it on YouTube, couldn't do it. Tell you what, as you look for that, let's hear more Cliff Godwin from earlier today at ECU Baseball Media Day as he answered questions. Let's hear uh, part two, Shirley. I can only imagine what the message board's questions about shortstop are. Uh, we'll have uh, a very quality guy that runs out there, but you might see multiple faces. Um, you know, Joey Barini really in the you know first few weeks we've been back has done a great job. Uh, he's playing with a lot more confidence. Um, Coach Palumbo's done a great job with him, uh, continuing to get him better defensively. Uh, Connor Rasmussen. Same thing, him and Nate Chrisman both have continued to develop as freshmen with Coach Palumbo and, and look a lot better. Um, and AMAC could go over there. I mean, Dixon Williams has done a good job at third, third base. Uh, AMAC's one of the best defenders in the country, I would say, at third base, but he also can play shortstop. So you could see a lot of different guys, and, and those guys need to just be the best versions of themselves because they all kind of bring a little bit something else to the table. Um, they're all different in, in their own way. When you have freshmen, like last year, uh, a couple of pitchers come to mind, Jacob Jenkins, Coward, when they have success so early, what's maybe some of the challenges to continuing that into their sophomore year? Uh, for JC just to be himself, you know, I told him if he put up the same offensive production as he did last year, that's enough, but continue to take more leadership roles. Uh, 
you know, you'll, you'll probably see him starting in center field to start off with just because of his personality, his vocalness in center field. Um, he's a long strider, so he'll probably play a little more shallow than you've seen center fielders play in the past because he really goes back on the ball really well and he's got a plus arm. But just to be himself and not try to, you know, be unbelievable, just keep coming every day and, and trying to get a little bit better, I think that's the biggest thing. I think when they try to do too much, a lot of times it can kind of snowball on them for sure. Is his personality kind of He's a very unique individual in a positive way. Um, I, I don't know if I've met anyone like Jacob Jenkins Cowart. Uh, he puts a smile on my face. He's an energy giver. Uh, he makes our team better, even if he's not doing anything at the plate offensively. He is a fiery, emotional guy, which I, I like. I mean, I like guys that mean something to him, and it means something to him. And um, so it's, it's fun to be around. Coach, I've got to add, you know, the Alec Burleson flag to the, uh, the MLB ball. So what, what was it like kind of watching him play last year? Get that opportunity to see that come well, I, w I was more worried about him. You know, everybody would call me and ask me when Burley was getting qu called up. So when I would talk to him, I said, well, I can only imagine what people are asking you. If they ask me, that's the first question they ask me. And just keeping them in a positive mindset and, hey, you're doing what you need to do. It's a business. They'll call you up when they want to call you up, and you can't get frustrated when other guys are getting called up. But being able to fly the staff out there and being on the field for BP, um, thank Mike Schultz for that. He got us BP passes. I, I didn't want to ask Burley for BP passes. He'd only been up for like three days. So we just asked for tickets from Burley and then BP, BP passes from Mike Shield and to spend some time with him. It was a very quick trip, but we got to hang out with him on the field for BP and then hung out with him for about 15, 20 minutes after the game. And, uh, you know, he didn't get to play, but it was just awesome to see him in that Cardinals uniform and, and know how much, uh, you know, he meant to ECU baseball. You got a ton of guys in the minors and Norby and Gavin. Clip. Hey, hey man, good to see you, brother. Great to see you. Uh, guys getting close to maybe getting that call up, but to have a guy in the home run in Major League Baseball, like how big a recruiting pitch is that? How interested are kids in, in seeing stuff like that? To be honest with you, I got no idea what kids are interested in anymore. What <laughs> makes them make decisions, uh, what makes parents help them make decisions or not uh, help them make decisions, but it can't hurt. And for him to do it after Pujols' 700th was, was pretty awesome from my standpoint. So, um, you know, our guys have gone out there and done a good job. You know, it's great to see Gavin do what he's doing and Norby doing what he's doing. And I just want those guys to keep putting their head down and go to work and so we can see them up in the big leagues very shortly as well. With Carter Spivey, he's gotten some buzz, and obviously he's kind of a leader on your pitching staff. How is he leaning into that and just the expectation? Spivey's just gone about his business as he did last year, you know, when nobody really expected anything of him. And we, we all know how that turned out. And um, he's been through a lot of adversity here. Nobody will remember it, especially after last year. But for him to, you know, come back and, and really want to be a part of our team when he could have went somewhere else, that means the world to me. And uh, our teammates see that and they respect him for that. And he's uh, continued to get better with Coach Knight. So definitely – you know, he'll have the opportunity to, you know, pitch on Friday nights for us. Uh, there's still a few weekends here to see that competition unfold. But um, just having a guy that's a fifth-year senior that has been out there in pretty much every situation you can imagine um, and had success and then also had not success early in his career. So uh, that gives us a comfort level.
all right uh some more of cliff godwin there from earlier today at ecu baseball media day we'll hear more from cliff and some pirate players coming up later on in today's program um a moment ago we were talking football and johnny our stat guy said on facebook washington holds the rec- the current nfl record for most consecutive seasons without winning at least 11 games 31 seasons to which i replied get a life johnny and former cincinnati auburn whatever and i think current politician tommy tuberville has some advice for johnny chandler can you hit that i forgot he told the guy to go to hell hey go to hell get a job hit it again get a job <laughs> tommy it's like saturday night what if the guy works go to hell monday through friday he's at your football game get a job hey all y'all in the stands right now watching this football game get a job why ain't you at your job and <laughs> go, go to hell go to hell and find a job <laughs> i heard satan's hiring down in hell get a job johnny get a job part one get a job part two go to hell <laughs> go to hell hit it again i love that he's telling a fan on a saturday football game to get a job like maybe he called in sick that day give it to me chandler <laughs> go to hell chandler okay this is hard because i'm trying to find the right spot. you're playing this from your personal soundboard aka yeah. your phone hey, go, to go to hell johnny get a job oh man that's awesome is this the youtube video that says uh tommy tuberville i haven't slept since outburst at fan no <laughs> he didn't poor sleep. guy couldn't sleep he couldn't sleep after telling that guy to go to hell <laughs> <laughs> oh tommy so johnny a football coach telling a fan to get a job on a saturday and to go to hell is one of my favorite things go to hell any day that's good for any day twice on sunday get a job find you a weekend job that has night hours get a job and did i mention go to hell redbeard says nothing funnier than someone being told go to hell it is kind of funny especially in the tuberville accent (laughs) (laughs) that southern drawl made that a two-syllable go to hell when somebody says hey y'all h-e-y-u-l-l hey hey and now it's this is what his his life looks like now the house adjourns. Go to hell. <laughs> the house adjourns. Get a law. <laughs> house adjourns. Get a law made. Get a job. Oh man. Vote for me or go to hell. That's Senator. This is Tommy Tuberville, and I approve this message. Kevin says that's Senator Tuberville now. Telling all his constituents to go to hell. Go to hell. If you didn't vote for me, go to hell. Hi, this is Tommy Tuberville. Get a job. Get a job or go to hell. <laughs> 
You got vote for me or got, go to hell. You got two choices: <laughs> get a job or go to hell. I'm Toby Toverville, and I, I approve this, this message. message. Johnny, with a big smiley emoji on Facebook, is enjoying this. And that's why I like Johnny. We call him Take a Joke Johnny. Take a joke, Johnny. Hey, Johnny, by the way, got a message for you. (laughs) So important for you to be able to laugh at others and yourself. Most importantly, yourself. If you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? Well, you can laugh at Tommy Tuberville telling a fan the Saturday night football game to get a job. Get a job. Those are some classic insults right there. I think we need to go back to the old, like, what is it, like the insult? Up yours. <laughs> That's a good one. We were, why did we use that one recently? So I think somebody told me up yours. Yeah. Up yours. That's a, that's a oh, classic. Oh, yeah. I, there was a commenter that said up yours. Yeah. And I think that's you kind said of it back a, and then he laughed and it, everything was good. Vanilla version of the F U. Uh, cleaner way to say that yeah, is more up yours. Vanilla How about of that? Um, yeah. hey, stick it where the sun don't shine. Yeah, am I getting? Is that hitting home? Don't let the door hit you. Oh yeah, where the good Lord split you. Yeah, yeah. Referring to butt cheeks, I believe. <laughs> yeah, it's two little two butt little butt cheeks. That what that referring to the split you the butt cheeks. <laughs> All right, thank you, Tommy Tuberville. Thank you, Johnny R. Johnny Robertson. We'll uh, take a break. Come back during this break i hope you all go to hell and get a job (laughs) go to hell get a job if you don't have a job within the next four minutes when we return then you can all go to hell we'll be back with you after this listening to hour two of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show welcome back be sure to check out david price construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs run by ecu alumni david price construction specializes in commercial projects maintenance on facilities and large-scale residential renovations and additions david price construction the proud ecu home services partner call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com now let's head back in to prl here's clip back with you hour two pirate radio live we'll talk to touchdown tony collins coming up in hour number three of today's show and hear more from cliff goblin carter spivey garrett sailor amac alec makarevich jacob jenkins coward and josh moylan dale murphy coming to greenville north carolina looking forward to uh dinner with dale coming up on april the 2nd and uh, looking forward to that and surely we've got promos with Ellerby and Troy on Pirate Radio, but um, little uh, hmm, I don't know, disappointed, um, hurt that they didn't ask Clip Carey to record a promo to put on Pirate Radio. So real quick, while we are recording the show as always, but we do this behind the scenes a lot. But could I uh, record a quick one 
and maybe you could just put it on the uh put it on the commercial rotation why yes yes we can all right so i think i timed this out right i think this is about 30 seconds so um you ready mm-hmm. all right <clears throat> Hey, Braves fans, Clip Carey here. Excited to welcome Dale Murphy to Greenville, North Carolina. You can have dinner with Dale coming up Sunday, April 2nd. Joining Dale Murphy will be some other all-time great Braves, including Ron Gant, David Justice, Otis Nixon, Deion Sanders, Lonnie Smith, Jeff Blauser, Mark Lemke, Ryan Klesko, Terry Pendleton, Damon Berryhill, Francisco Cabrera, Javi Lopez, Fred McGriff, plus special appearances by Kenny Lofton, Michael Tucker, Annie Perez, Keith Lockhart, Tony Graffinino, Tommy Gregg, Randall Simon. Additional words by Jeff Francoeur, Andrew Jones, Brian Jordan, Ryan Lagerhans, Wilson Bedivit, Julio Franco, Raphael Furcal, Marcus Giles, Freddie Gonzalez, Bobby Dews, Pat Corrales, Leo Mazzoni, Sharon Lawrence from Mama's Family, Tony Danza, The Ghost of Red Fox, Screech Powers, Ted Turner, and the Nitro Girls. Join us for a fun night at the Murphy Center with the Murph, Dale Murphy, coming to Greenville, North Carolina. All right, that was about 30 seconds, right? Yeah, sure. Give or take. Although, with that lineup, it'll take about a week to get through all those people. All of those people may not appear, other than Dale Murphy. He will be there. What's coming on after... (laughs) dinner with dale murphy coming up after dale murphy we'll have a screening on the ecu scoreboard of mama's family (laughs) the action begins at what time five o'clock make that 505 because tbs will pick it up so we'll be 505 coming up on april the 2nd all right, there you go, Shirley. If you could just get that into the rotation. Sure. Let's go ahead and uh, pop that in, please. I'd appreciate it. All right, let's take a break. Hope all y'all out there got a job. So I don't have to tell you those three words that I don't want to say anymore. Go to hell. I didn't want to. I'm not going to say those <laughs> words anymore. When we return, touchdown, Tony Collins will join us. We will talk NFL playoffs, get his thoughts on Holden Naylor, C.J. Johnson, and Noah Henderson participating in the NFL PA Bowl this weekend. And more. That's on the way. Also more from Media Day, ECU Baseball Media Day. That's on the way as well. We're back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. They have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, this is kind of ironic, weird. I just did the uh, Skip Carry bit a moment ago. And I look at Twitter, and this has been going around the last 10, 15 minutes or so. Apparently, the Cardinals are bringing in a new play-by-play voice. And one of the options is Chip Carey, um, current Braves announcer, son of Skip, grandson of Harry, and uh, apparently could very well be the next voice of the Cardinals. So something to keep an eye on there all right uh let's talk some football as we head out to the pit electric live line and we are joined by ecu hall of famer touchdown tony collins here on a monday tony how you doing man doing great clip what's going on buddy hey man we saw uh i guess one pretty good game on saturday one pretty good game on sunday and then a couple that got away and and the most surprising one that got away had to be what the Bengals did to Buffalo. Not that Cincinnati went in there and won, Tony, but the way they did it, I mean, that was pure domination by the Bengals yesterday. I was surprised for you of that. It, it was. I, I was definitely surprised, I, I, actually, on how they protected uh, Burroughs. Uh, you know, with their their offensive line was kind of beat up. Yeah. And, you know, you, 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 was, you, you, you think that, you know, Buffalo would put that pressure on him. Man, he had a bunch of time in the, in the, in the pocket and, uh, hitting his receivers, and I mean, they are—they not not saying that they played perfect game, but the the, the conditions that they were under uh, might have helped them because of, of of a pass rush. You know, playing in that wet and, and that snow, hard to get a great a good pass rush. If you got a, some good pass rushes, hard to get that get that get that jump on on the ball. So that that might have helped them in the game, the the weather. So you always think going up to Buffalo. Buffalo has the advantage, but I think because of the weather, it gave Cincinnati the, the Bengals the, the advantage because of the of the pass rush. Yeah, and it was uh, it was shocking to see Tony because of what you said on Friday when I saw that two more uh, Bengals offensive linemen were not going to play in that game. Uh, that kind of tipped the scales for me. I was a little on the fence, but I said, "All right, that that's enough for me to take Buffalo with some confidence here." But the the team that looked like they had guys missing on the O line was Buffalo. Uh, the way Josh <laughs> Allen was harassed all game, and you're right, Burrow uh, did a great job. But Bengals were also able to run the football over 100 yards for Joe Mixon as a team. Tony, they ran for 172 yards to go along with Burrow's 242. So that just tells you offensively they were doing whatever they wanted to, pretty much. And and you see, and I think it went both ways uh, defensively. Uh, they, they 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 held the line of scrimmage on defense as well. You know I, their running attack uh, was 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 on point. Uh, I mean, like I said, they didn't play a perfect game, but they played a most almost a complete game to beat the Bills the way they did. I mean, it wasn't like it was they blew them out, but they had control of the game though the whole the whole game. 
Tony Collins joining us. Tony, of course, uh, Patriot great and has had a lot of back and forth with Bills fans on social media over the years that I've enjoyed <laughs> on Facebook. When you say, Tony, that you feel bad or you're, you're sorry uh, to the Bills fans, uh, are, is that genuine or are you uh, <laughs> twisting the knife in them when you put stuff like that? Yeah, I twist the knife in them a little bit. But <laughs> I, I, do, I, I do feel bad for them, man, because <laughs> they've been trying to go to the to the Super Bowl for a long time now. They they, they went I, I what was it, four years in a row? Yeah. Uh it, it's just when you think about it, how hard it is to get to a Super Bowl and you go four times and you lose every time. Uh you know, you got a you got a little it's a little little blood came out, but you know, I'm I'm not I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. I, I'm not gonna lose any sleep when the best game. <laughs> and you know these uh, these championship windows don't stay open for long. Not everybody can be the Patriots and and Tom Brady, but there, there's a window certainly with Kansas City and Mahomes right now. There certainly is one with Cincinnati. And as long as Josh Allen's there, they'll have a shot. But you got Stephon Diggs, you know, uh, arguing on the sidelines, and you know how long can you keep this current team together the way the NFL's designed? You know, you just can't pay everybody, so that's what makes it frustrating when you win what thirteen regular season games or whatever, and you've been there, you've been so close. You, you got to take advantage of it because, man, it, it just it goes away quick. It's hard. To, it's hard to get to the Super Bowl, and you know, with with what's going on in the salaries today. You know, guys are. You know, guys will will go to a different different team because you know they're looking they're looking out for their families and how much money they can make. So it's all about that money, man. And so, like I say, it's so tough to get to the Super Bowl when you have that. And, and I, I mean, I really thought the Bills had had the team this year uh, in the beginning of the season. I thought you know I thought they they had a chance to maybe go undefeated, uh, but uh, it, it was just something that I. Uh, you know, you, you you look at it and you say, well, you know, the Buffalo Bills, you know, they they, they can't lose again to to to, to, to the Bengals, or, or they can't lose, they can't do this, they can't do that, and it's it's, it's it comes out the same thing. It's it's, it's a tough road, man, and so uh, who knows what's going to happen next year with with Diggs or yeah. with any any of the other guys that are, that are on the Buffalo squad. Tony Collins joining us. The Bengals will face the Chiefs again uh, in Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City getting by Jacksonville. Jacksonville hung tough, 27-20. Zay Jones, the leading receiver for the Jags on Saturday. Five catches, 83 yards in the loss. Uh, great first year for him there in Jacksonville. But, Tony, this is so easy for uh, a fan to sit on the couch and say, but all right, all you got to do is stop Travis Kelsey. We're, we're not too worried about Juju and Marquez Valdez-Scantling and whoever Noah Gray and Justin Watson are. Forget all them. Just stop Travis Kelsey. How does Travis Kelsey have 14 catches for 98 yards and two touchdowns? <laughs> I mean, that that tells you the great coach that Andy Reid is, Mahomes for getting him the ball, and just how great Travis Kelsey is at uh, his position. It, it, that combination... You know, Mahomes and Kelsey is is, is uh, it's one that you know you, you don't get that too many too often uh, uh, in this league. So I think the biggest thing uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs now, I mean, you 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 know that the Bengals are going to double team Kelsey, but here's the big thing for for the for the Kansas City Chiefs now is that high ankle sprain. Yeah, that's 
that's the thing. You ever have one of them, Tony? I've had a high ankle sprain, and I'm going to tell you, man, <laughs> as a running back, you, you pretty much forget it. Uh, as a quarterback, you know, he might can sit, sit in that pocket, but it's, the way he played uh, on, what was it? I don't know, Saturday or Sunday. Saturday, yeah. Where, where, the way he played, um, you, you know, you see him limping in the in the huddle and limping to get get the ball to the running back. It's going to be worse. That, that, that ankle sprain is going to be worse two or three days afterwards. Now, the, the treatment is what's going to happen. I'm pretty sure they got a whole much better treatment than I had when I was when I was coming up in the 80s. But uh, a high ankle sprain uh, as a running back, I'm, you know, you're out for two or three weeks. Well, okay, let's factor that in. And then we're going to see a lot of stats this week about Andy Reid and uh, hosting a championship game and all that. I think the the stat, the biggest stat right now, Joe Burrow three and zero against Mahomes and the Chiefs, and that is that's crazy. That gives you confidence that he can certainly do it again. And then with the Mahomes news, I don't know, Tony, are, are we leaning? Uh, are we leaning Bengals on Sunday? I'm 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 definitely leaning, leaning Bengals, man. You know, Burrow's he's a kid with a lot of confidence, and he's got he's got he's got a lot of weapons uh, on his on his side. I mean, you, you look at all the weapons that he has, Chase and uh, Higgins. I mean, these, these guys can, can go get it. And they're, they're tight end. Uh, it's, it's not too shabby either. But uh, I'm going to tell you, man, the, the, way, the way the way Burroughs is playing right now and the way the Cincinnati Bengals are playing, the defense, uh, defense is looking good. I'm leaning towards the, I'm leaning towards the, uh, the Bengals again. Tony Collins joining us on the NFC side of things. Tony, the the real Giants finally showed up, or, or maybe that was just the real Eagles uh, putting the beat down on them on Saturday night, thirty eight to seven, and the Eagles doing pretty much whatever they wanted to do. They they ran the ball all over uh, New York the other night, two hundred and sixty eight rushing yards. Uh, they got thirty four from Hertz, and the rest split amongst their running backs. So uh, that just dominating there, and now they will take on San Francisco, who knocked off Dallas. And um, I, I, let's let's talk Cowboys Niners first, Tony. Cowboys defense <laughs> showed up, only uh, one touchdown uh, for Christian McCaffrey in San Francisco, but Dak two picks just uh, could not get enough done offensively. You know, you, you look at the Cowboys and you say, man, they got they got some weapons, they got Dak, but I'm gonna tell you, man. Uh, last couple games or the last, well, he, he played good Tampa Bay game. I put, I'll, I'll give him that. But uh, the the last game, I think, was against the Giants or whoever they played. I can't remember. Um, and this past game, man, he he was just like I, I don't know. He's just like he he hasn't been there. Uh, Purdy played better than he did, and so it, it's it's a it's a thing where you know what do you do? I mean, where where, where do the Cowboys go from here? Uh, you know they 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 have a great defense. Well, they got all that money tied up in them. <laughs> they, they just can't they just can't win they just can't win the big one, man. And I, like I said, it's so hard to get. It's hard to get the AFC Championship game. It's even harder to get to the Super Bowl. And you have all these all, all these pieces pieces in place. But what's going to happen next year? There's free agency coming next year. You know. Who wants to stay? Who wants to stay here? Who wants to go there? And so, uh, again, uh, the Cowboys, uh, you know, all those Cowboy fans, I know they're disappointed again, 
I don't know who who fans are are hurting the worst, the Cowboy fans or the Buffalo Bill fans. <laughs> yeah, not a good place to be if you're one of those fan bases right now. Tony, the uh, 49ers haven't lost in like three months. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, the last game they lost uh, was to Kansas City. And I'm trying to get the date on that game. Um, but that was, let's see, October. and lost since October. I mean, we're sitting here in, what, late January. So uh, they are on an absolute roll. They will meet uh, Philadelphia. And you got... We talked going into these playoffs, Tony, about, all right, who's going to stop who? Who's got a defense? Well, the, both of these teams have defense. Uh, it's uh, interesting to see what offense can come out on top on Sunday. I think it's going to be a great game to watch. Um, San Francisco going to have to fly all the way out to Philly. Um, I'm sure they're going to get out here, er, get out to Philly early. But uh, Philly, man, I watched them play. Not saying that the Giants are a great team, uh, but the Giants are a decent team. And they put the they put the beat down on the Giants, man. I, I just I just can't see San Francisco San Francisco coming in uh, with Purdy. Uh, you know, I watched Kurt play uh, last week, and uh, all signs that that I seen that uh, he's he's ready. I know he's probably not a hundred percent, but he might be a hundred percent this uh, this week. So it, it's going to be hard to beat uh, Philly in Philly with those crazy fans that they have. And uh, it, it's it's going to be a tough field, tough uphill battle for the 49ers. I just don't see him. I just don't see him beating them uh, with with the uh, the last guy who got drafted in the in the, in the draft. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, crazy that he is there, and and then you got Jalen Hurts, who of course was was picked higher, but not a lot of people thought he'd be in this position this uh, this year either. We're talking about an MVP possibility for the Eagles signal caller. Tony Collins joining us. You can hear the action this weekend right here on Pirate Radio. Tony, uh, another all-star game appearance for some Pirates coming up. The NFL PA Bowl on Saturday on the NFL Network. And Holton Naylor, C.J. Johnson, and Noah Henderson will take part in that. When, when, when did that start? When did that, that bowl? You know, it's funny. I was going to ask you, Tony, because you went to the Combine now and we can go old man radio here if you want and talk about how all these kids get all these ribbons and awards <laughs> were that how many all-star games were there back when you played were you in any of these things <laughs> there there was only one all-star game uh when, when, and i didn't i didn't get invited to, to the uh to the all-star game and now holden's played in two holden and noah henderson have been in two of them and there's like four other ones and the, and the thing about it is when you 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 don't want to play in too many games, man, because you know you, you have the uh, a possibility of getting hurt in one of those games. <laughs> so it's just like you know you, you you do if you don't, but you know. But here's, here's the thing: they want to see, and I'm sure Holton wants to go out and perform well. I'm sure he will perform well uh, in, in that type of setting. But you know, hopefully nothing goes wrong. Nobody gets hurt. But it's a it's a game. I mean, those guys are going to be they're going to be playing. They're going to be put, doing their best to to show uh, the NFL teams how, how good they are. So, you know, it could be injuries, could not be injuries. But it's it's a, it's a, I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a risk if, if, you, if, you, if you're trying to um, uh, make a team, you're trying to get somebody's attention, it's okay. But if, you, you know, if you're, you, you know you're going to get drafted in the, in the first or second round, you know, why would you play in, in one of these all-star games? I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't see that that happening. There's too many 
uh, first rounders and second round picks that that will be coming out. Nah, yeah, these are definitely guys trying to you know get their name out there. Also, have the, the scouts look at them and Holden and Noah were able to do that down at the Hula Bowl. Now C.J. Johnson will. And we, we talked about it last week, Tony. Kind of yeah. just getting your face in front of these guys and and talking to them, making some connections. And, and, I, and I think and I think that is great. I, but you know what? Here's the thing: when when one All Star game is great. Two All Star games, I don't know. But, <laughs> but 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 the thing the thing about it is with the combine, I, I I would love to see them have maybe two or three or four combines, and, and you know because each combine you, you can get better at. I remember because uh, I went to two combines when I was when I was, uh, when I was uh, getting ready to get drafted, and my my forty time improved from my first combine to my second combine. So that that's another thing that that can help players. So you went to like the big one, uh, what in Indianapolis? I went to uh, I went to one in Indianapolis, and I went to one in Dallas. Okay. That does bring up a good point. Why kind of narrow it just to one when you've got uh, and they have a lot of prospects out there, but not every single prospect that's going to get drafted. But everybody does have their own individual pro day as well. So. Yeah, yeah, you get your pro day at your school. And, you know, and, and, and in some schools that don't have a pro day, they have to go to another school to, to, to get their pro days. I'm talking about the, the, the smaller schools. Oh, yeah. We had a quarterback throw in last year to ECU receivers that was from, I don't even remember the school. I don't know if you do, Chandler, but Catawba or, Catawba or Chowan or something. So, yeah, we had uh, we had guys here from that. Tony Collins joining us, Pit Electric Live Line here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. All right, Tony. So, uh, Officially, you're going to make it Cincinnati and who in the Super Bowl? Philly. Philly All right. and Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. Cincinnati goes back to the Super Bowl two years straight. All right. There it is. Touchdown Tony Collins with his Super Bowl prediction. Tony, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again before that game. And uh, have a good one, man. Thanks for joining us today. All right. Take care, Cliff. There he is. Touchdown Tony Collins likes the uh, road Bengals and the home Eagles coming up this weekend. I got to keep riding with my Niners. The Niners keep getting it done. Wasn't pretty yesterday, but it was pretty. To use a Troy D joke from earlier. And I know you mentioned this about a week or two ago, but Clip, there is a potential that a hot take, I guess you could call it, or a bold prediction. <laughs> I thought about this yesterday. Uh, could fail uh, the very next year that you predicted it. I like the prediction. I, I had I, a, I, I liked it. I had an awesome what i thought was awesome long-term hot take one that would last like a decade plus yeah that joe burrow is dan marino and by that i mean go to a super bowl early in his career put up phenomenal numbers be a tremendous quarterback and then i that super bowl week i predicted he would lose that super bowl check mm-hmm. and then never make it back to a super bowl a la dan marino check so far <laughs> you're, you're looking smart right now but next week it could be uh the very next year like the first could, possible chance to ruin it it could happen so i have to root for the chiefs now you have to. just for my take and i gotta root for a uh kc san francisco super bowl rematch which we had a few years ago right so yeah no you're i mean i had that, that I, I don't get into the hot take biz a lot. I like that one though. But I was like, man, I'm about to cook this baby up. This is gonna be good, <laughs> and it's about to already be ruined. The very next year, 
I need to see if I can find that. I was literally going to try to find it. Let's see. Tweeting clip, Joe Burrow. Uh, where is my uh, January January thirty first, twenty twenty two? Joe Burrow in his second NFL season will lose in the Super Bowl. It will be his only Super Bowl appearance. He will break passing records and have Hall of Fame career. His career will end in 16 years after losing by 50 in the playoffs to a team that doesn't exist. <laughs> he is Dan Marino. So that the stuff on the end there, Dan Marino, um, when he went to his Super Bowl, Jacksonville Jaguars weren't a thing. They got drilled in his final game by the Jaguars in the playoffs. But my Joe Burrow is Dan Marino getting to the Super Bowl second year, passing yards, all that stuff, and never going back to the Super Bowl. That's on the line this weekend. <laughs> Lily could go the very next year. <laughs> like, he probably saw that tweet. Yeah. Or he could have saw it, like, when they started the season 0-2. They also went on to have a 4-4 and record. It didn't look good. For the defending AFC champions, the Cincinnati Bengals, early in this this year, and I'm sure that Joe Burrow went back and said, "Wait a minute, hold the phone. I oh, I need most uh, motivation. Well, what kind of motivation can I use?" And he went to that tweet, bulletin board, and he printed it out and he put it in his locker. Reagan responded to that tweet and said, uh, "Ron Burgundy GIF, I don't believe you." And I responded, "Talk to me in 2039." Or talk to me in 2023 when I'm wrong. Bryce said, JFC, man, who peed in your cornflakes this morning? And I said, Dan Marino. Charlie, I know you love Dan Marino. He was a bit of a um, a red A, to use the term. A hothead? A red A-double-S, a hothead. I just yeah. remember as a kid seeing Dan Marino screaming at his receivers all the time. <laughs> Oh yeah, and uh, well, it was one of the reasons why he wasn't—he uh, didn't stay very long on the CBS uh, pregame show either. He would—he uh, would mess up his lines. Here's another YouTube for you. Oh yeah, Dan Marino freak out. Uh, yeah, yeah, Taylor. yeah. That's another one you can pull up on your soundboard. He loses—he flubs a line. He's the number one rated quarterback. Uh, I, does he cuss? Maybe I, I shouldn't play it live. Yeah, See if he cusses. Chandler. Yeah, let, let, let's preview that. But uh, but yes, he loses his mind and starts. <laughs> he bangs on the table. Yes, he bangs on the table and just—it's really unprofessional. And you see all the guys sitting around the table going, yeah, that's Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I course, mean, they, they don't even flinch because they know they know what he's like. He was an Ace Ventura pet detective. He gets points for that. He was not a great actor, but still in a, uh, a great, great uh, movie from my childhood. So did he cuss? I think he kind of murmurs GD, so yeah. I don't want to stay away from it. But right. he does hit the table several times. <laughs> and the guys <laughs> beside him were like... Dude, are you okay? He starts punching the table. Uh, YouTube Dan Marino freakout if you're uh, interested in that. Yeah, because he's uh, he is quite the hothead. I knew that even growing up watching him play, um, I still just thought he was awesome. Well, that's you know. because he was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, from a football player standpoint, I thought he was great. Now, from a personal standpoint. Not so much. There's a lot of YouTube. Dan Marino and Boomer Sison go at it. Yeah, that's the one I was looking at. There's a Dan Marino was a savage. 
Um, I think that's him doing a commercial, and the, the producer, him and the producer, got went back and forth yeah. or something like well, that. Well, there's a reason why you don't see a look. TV is all you know. TV really emphasizes the whole good looks thing. He is not a bad-looking guy. He's a handsome fellow. He's a handsome fellow. So you would think that he would be on television a lot more than he is. So was Christian Bell in American Psycho before he uh, dropped that chainsaw on the woman. Oh, God. He was a handsome guy. He was also a freaking psycho like Dan Marino. Uh, but what I'm saying is there's a reason you don't see Dan Marino a lot on television because right now. Because he's a psychopath. Are you following down the Dan Marino path? <laughs> because you are losing your mind right now. <laughs> In the video where Dan Marino was a savage, it's like he's recording a commercial. And the producer says, hey, let's run that back. You, uh, there was a flub. He said, there was no flub. There is no flub. Is there, a, there is no effing flub. Yeah, I figure there's cussing in that, too. Yeah. Right? Did yeah. he go to the Troy Dreyfus School of uh commercial yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's there's no mistake in that we don't have to do that again all right if i have time tomorrow and i remember this and it's not going to well, be relevant well we can play it like when bryce is here maybe when we talk football i'll uh i'll have some dan marino bleeped out freak out that would be a good game guess that guess that rant or you know you can go through some very yeah. there's a lot out there so instead of name that sound name that rant yeah no, that, this is like a spinoff surely yeah I, but yeah instead of that yeah but we're not replacing we're not it. replacing it this, we're, is, like this a is a spin-off, spin-off yeah. of the show ah, okay i was getting ready to say because i've been working on that quite some believe it or not it's the third time around is actually a little bit harder but you could you, you could use voices and name that sound though. yes i can and i'm going to um all right by the dan. way wow. okay dan by the way josh hawkins says uh he responded to you by the way with a positive response a positive response all right good so we but might have him on the show this week yes what do you think coach well that dang josh hawkins <laughs> well i hope he's matured a lot better <laughs> since i've coached him what was it? He's told him to stick it up his kazoo. The kazoo. And tell him to stay straight up the kazoo. I thought about quitting coaching four times. <laughs> and and three of the a- four times was because of Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Coach Smith. All right, let's open up the booty bag, Shirley, here on a Monday, Monday, Monday. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Funny the uh, YouTube video of Dan Marino and Boomerson, Boomer Boomer go at it. The clip on the video that shows the still shot is Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp, who just went nuts at a basketball game this weekend. On John Morant's dad. Everybody's freaking out. All right, three one seven twelve fifty. Shirley, what are we giving away today? Ten dollar gift card to Familia. All right, get your week started off right. What color are you looking for? I'm gonna go with color. Six. Look Call for their pizza of the week. Look for their pizza of the week on their social media page. Pizza of the week. All right, we'll take a break. Come back, have our winner and more after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. And congratulations to Pete Ballant of Grimesland. Picked up a $10 gift card to Familia. Familia is your place for great Italian food. Whether it's great New York-style pizzas, homemade meatballs, lasagna, chicken parm, or the delicious homemade desserts, Familia is a winning play every time for dine-in or to take-out. Familia is your go-to play when you have a hungry team. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Pete. What's up, Pete? Those Dan Marino videos are hilarious. I heard you cackling all the way in here. <laughs> I forgot how uh, how good the I remembered the beat the table one. I forgot the one where he's reading that uh, commercial, and the guy tells him he had a flub, and he's no there, flub, no flub. There was no flub, and then he does it again. He says, "F it, send it." <laughs> and the guy says, "Would you like to see that back?" Nope, I don't need to see bleep. <laughs> we'll have that for you, doctor, and, tomorrow. Yeah, and now you know why he's not on television. <laughs> there you go. You can't do that on television. Tyler Great says, show. "Is name that player coming back?" I think he's referring to Clip Rock Sports Detective. I tell you what, Tyler, just because you asked, I'll bring it back this week. We'll have it. We'll have one this week for you. Randolph still enjoying Dak and the Cowboys Dax. going down. I love that Randolph makes fun of the Cowboys and Dak and that he spells Dak's name wrong. Dax. He said, <laughs> he says, Dax just threw another pick recovered by the 49ers. Dax lo- can't win the big game. Dax is a mediocre and overpaid. I like that he has. he tells us that the interception was recovered by the 49ers. <laughs> It's an interception. Get him, Randolph. <laughs> Dax. Dax threw another interception. Dax don't know how to win the big game. Somebody, I saw a uh, Washington radio guy say, Dak is the Cowboys fans what Kirk was to Washington fans. And I think by that means pretty good, get to the playoffs, and then crumble. Chokes. And then, yeah. So, the only difference is Dak got a hefty payday by Dallas. Kirk did not. You want to celebrate not paying Kirk Cousins? Okay, that's fine. But also, we have had trash bag quarterbacks since then. So, I mean, there's no celebrating on either side of that. What about Heineke? What about him? What about a story? What about a story? He's a hero! What about a story? And now we got Sam Howell. It was the first question I was asked when I walked into trivia last week. Hey, what do you think about Sam Howell? I'm like, yeah. Same thing I think about every rando. Then you started beating the table. <laughs> Don't want to What talk. do I think about him? Boom, boom. Sam Howell. All right, let's hear more from Cliff Godwin. Ask Cliff Godwin about rule changes. Uh, you'll hear that during this cut. And more here was more of Cliff Godwin from Media Day earlier today. Because you have a lot of lefty hitters last year, you'll probably have that again this year. You look at maybe some of the younger 
right-handed guys that come to the program as maybe somebody that you know, balance that a little bit? I don't know if we're going to be very balanced offensively. We have a lot of left-handed hitters. We'll have more left-handed hitters this year in the lineup than we did last year, uh, at least initially, I feel like. Um, AMAC's actually dealing with a, a little bit of a wrist injury that doesn't allow him to hit right-handed right now, so that puts an even more left-handed dominant. Um, but he's good to hit left-handed. He's good to throw. He's good to take ground balls, so that's a positive of it. We just got to see how that wrist uh, reacts as we continue to get closer to the season, but we'll definitely be left-handed dominant. How is Riley Johnson's recovery doing from shoulder surgery last year? Riley's hundred percent healthy. Um, you know, that was the one thing that in the middle of the season, uh, I just didn't think it was fair to him um, to be a pinch runner and to play defense for us last year when he couldn't swing the bat at the level um, that he's capable of. So we got a medical red shirt for him last year, which he could have helped us, but like I said, I didn't think it was fair to him. He's hundred percent healthy. He's actually had a really good preseason. Uh, Luke Nowak, who you saw a little bit in pinch running situations last year, he actually had the same surgery uh, as soon as summer baseball was over that Riley did, and, and he's 100%. So uh, another guy, I mean, he's probably our fastest guy, I mean, from home to first. I mean, he runs four flats uh, down the line, Nowak does. So that gives us another speed option as well. So excited to have both those guys healthy. Any transfer portal guys that are going to make an impact right away? Uh, you know, Childress is still uh, kind of up in the air. He's still ba battling some arm stuff. Uh, Tyler Brock from VMI has looked really good, and Willie Lumpkin from Winthrop has looked really, really good. The, the thing that has been the most important thing to me is that they've really fit in well with our guys and have really bought into our culture. Uh, the portal will not be somewhere that we live. Uh, we'll you know, pick up a piece here and there if we need to in a situation where the draft hurt us a little bit last year. Um, and those guys have done a tremendous job. Coach, y'all been pushing, obviously, the third base, you know, kind of left field expansion a while. How, what type of progress have y'all made? And once y'all get that done, how much will that well, nobody lets me know the financial stuff. You know, I, I feel like I should know since the money I donated. So, Ron Robinson, he's giving me an update. So, uh, he's not in here, but I, I guess he'll see this. So, uh, I think it's going really well. We've had a lot of people step up big. I think the banquet will help, um, you know, getting in front of people once again. And I think baseball season will help. I know that we're really close to being sold out again season ticket-wise. Um, so that's exciting. I appreciate everybody who has bought a season ticket. Uh, hosting regionals and super regionals definitely doesn't hurt that because everybody wants to have a seat if we're able to host a regional or super regional again. So that's exciting. But just to appreciate the passion that the Pirate fans have for us. How do you see the conference as a whole? Are they going to be more competitive, normal? What does this year kind of look like? I think this day and age is, is tougher to tell what other guys are going to have because of the portal and, you know, people transferring. And you guys know me. I know it's boring for you guys, but I have no idea. I don't care. Um, I have no idea how good George Washington is. And um, I know they'll have some good pitching because everybody does. And if we don't play well, we'll get beat. And if we play well, we'll have a good chance to win. I mean, everybody saw that last year with Bryant. So, Nobody even had heard of Bryant, really. And, uh, you know, they swept us here at home, and we were preseason top ten. So it's all about us. I mean, that's the way I look at it, and that's the way our guys look at it. There's some rule changes in Major League Baseball with the shift and everything. How about college baseball? Any, are you aware of any rule changes for this year? 
Well, the biggest thing, Clip, is no props, no celebratory props. So we can't uh, go put a traffic cone out on the field. You can do it. At, hey, no sledgehammer. You got you got to do it in the dugout. So uh, I got to talk to our guys about that. So. Uh, you know, that back in the day, they had a little party room. When guys hit home run, they'd shut that door in the mud room, so they might have to go back to doing that. And then the 22nd clock, they're, they're making more of an emphasis on that. So pitchers can't just step off like they did last year and kind of fake a throw. You can do that one time per batter. But now you've got to start your windup or in your set position, you've got to be delivering the ball in under 20 seconds, which I don't really know how uh, that's going to go. Um, the reason I haven't put a clock up uh, in the outfield with the 20-second clock is because if that thing goes to zero, they're going to call it. But if there's nothing out there, then there's at least a chance that they might give you a second, you know, if they're on a watch. So those are the two biggest things. Um, they're trying to speed up the pace of play, just like Major League Baseball. But um, as of right now, we can still shift. Cliff Godwin there on uh, some rule changes, one of which uh, will affect the Pirates. No more birdhouse sledgehammer um i guess cowboy hats no more props outside of the dugout after dingers uh one of those guys who uh was the recipient of those props was jacob jenkins coward and uh shows a lot of emotion during games with the fans uh with his team and he talked about that cut too surely for jc yeah um i don't understand how people don't show emotion i it's it's really adrenaline for me, you know. I, I try and get the crowd into it too because one of the main reasons I came here is we play in front of four or five thousand people every night. So um, we like to put on a show, which it's more about baseball and winning than putting on a show. But you know, fan interactions and stuff like that, it, it really gets everybody going, and especially me. Patrick Mason asked him about uh, the first time he experienced uh, a crowd that big. Here's what he said: Cut three. Ah. Uh, yeah, my first pinch hit appearance uh, Friday night to open the year last year. Scary, because uh, <laughs> uh, it, it was a pitching change, right? And I'm standing there beside the plate, like, you know, it took a minute for the pitching change, but it felt like an hour. I'm just looking around, where's my mom, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, it, it's it's exciting. It really, you really feel like you're playing with more than just your teammates. You know, you got the crowd behind you. It's their part of the game, definitely. All right, we will hear more from Pirate players when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Carter Spivey, Garrett Saylor, Alec Makarevich, and Josh Moylan. That is on the way when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Chandler, give me some music. Chandler, do it manually. Oh, I wanted to hear. Yeah, my stupid computer froze. I still want to hear Chandler. Can you turn that down, Charlie? Turn that down. All right, we'll be back with you after this time. You're listening.
listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Get the Business Services that are right for your business today. Contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All righty. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. ECU Media Day earlier today. Uh, still got a lot of coach comments we'll get to tomorrow and later in the week, but let's hear from more of the Pirate players right now. Carter Spivey, man, um, what a trajectory his career has been on here at East Carolina, and you'll hear some of that as he talks uh, about his struggles early on to the pitcher he became last season and the pitcher uh, we expect him to be this season. Uh, but first he was asked if he's enjoying his leadership role on the team. Cut one. Absolutely. Um, and learning from the guys that came before me. Um, I've been blessed to play with a lot of great, great uh, people and players. Um, and just kind of taking little bits, things that they did well, and then also adding like my own kind of style to it because, you know, not all the same. But, um, but yeah, definitely. It's a part of like a, a maturation process, I think. Um, it's kind of growing and being more comfortable with who you are as a person. He and Garrett Saylor have been around a long time and will go at it one more time for the Pirates in 2023. Asked about, was asked about his relationship with the big righty Garrett Saylor. Uh, I mean, brothers, honestly. I mean, we've been through it five years now. Um, and there's also like a little competitiveness there too, you know, like always trying to one-up each other, trying to better each other. Um, I mean, we had a bullpen the other day and we're in there arguing a little bit, you know, trying to just competitive, you know, that's just kind of how it is between us. Um, we both want to be the best we can be. And I asked Carter about his uh, career journey, his early struggles to where he is now, and uh, he talked a little bit about that. Yeah, um, it's a lot of maturing, and honestly, I think my parents probably deserve the most credit for it because there were times when I wanted to leave, um, when things were getting hard, and they told me, you know, hard work, you know, it, at the end of the day, you're not going to regret working hard and sticking it out because when it finally does click for you and you finally do get success, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be really sweet and you're going to cherish it forever. And I mean, that's, can't argue with it. You know, it's pretty awesome. Pretty cool. Carter Spivey looking to parlay a big 2022 into a great 2023 Boy, Garrett Saylor has seen his ups and downs as well, going from bullpen to starter, back to the bullpen and succeeding there. And I asked Garrett, uh, with all the technology in baseball, the the numbers, the computers, all that stuff, does he look at things like spin rate and things like that? Uh, cut one, here was his answer. I'm going to be honest, I've got no idea about spin rate. I don't look at it. I don't I don't focus on it. I'm a, I go out there to get outs. Like I don't, I don't care how my, how my ball. Like I want my ball to sink if I'm throwing a, if I'm throwing a fastball. I don't, I don't care what the spin rate on it is. Um, I'm going out there to get outs. Don't know, don't care. Just get the guy out. I like it. Uh, Garrett was also asked uh, if he had an aha moment last year. Uh, Gully asked him this, and 
Gully was kind of putting it into terms like when you an aha moment when you kind of figured things out. Garrett took it a different way. His aha moment came early in the year. Uh, I mean, I think my aha moment was at the first of the year. Uh, I mean, I I go out there and I'm a starter and like I'm not doing what what I needed to do, what I prepared to do, and um, I got put back in the role that I've been in since freshman year, that reliever role, and um, it was like I, I I had a good spurt and then I'd have a bad spurt, but but after that that one bad spurt towards the end of the year, um, I just went out there and I'm just focused on me, focused on getting out, uh, trying to stay on the field for as the minimum as possible. So that was that was my plan going out there. And Garrett was asked, "Who is the pirate uh, toughest pirate to get out at practice?" Uh, here was his answer. Definitely JC. I don't know Hoover's pretty tough too because it's it's hard to get that guy out. Um, but J- J.C. is probably probably the main one that, that's toughest to get out. All right, there is Garrett Saylor, Carter Spivey. We'll hear from more Pirate players later on this week. We'll take our final break when we return. We'll take a look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard and my Don't Overthink It pick of the night. Three in a row. Can we get another? Come on, clip. Don't overthink it. Just play it. I've got one. What do you got? I think I got one. He's got one cooked up. All right. We'll uh, have that for you when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a look at your stock market report for today. It was a decent day. The Dow jumped 254 points, closed out at 33,629. The NASDAQ is ahead 223 points at 11,364, and the S&P is up 47 at 4,019. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. Take a look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Got a game tipping off in 30 minutes. Wisconsin at Northwestern. Duke is at Virginia Tech tonight in ACC action. It will be Kansas at Baylor coming up at 9 o'clock. Number 25, New Mexico. Welcome to the top 25. We'll be at Nevada, 9 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. How about this one? South Carolina State. Remember them? Do I? They beat East Carolina. They've won two games uh, other than that this season. They're 3-17. and 17. And Chandler, there's a 3-17 and 17 team that is seven-point favorites against another team. That's because Delaware State is 1-16. and 16. My gosh. What a matchup. <clears throat> matchup of the night. But that's not where I'm going for clips. Don't overthink it. Pick of the night. In fact, I've got not one, but two. No, you don't. Picks tonight. Shut up. Two picks tonight. Shut the front door. One that's going to make you feel like you just rolled around in mud. It's going to make you feel dirty. It's going to make you feel nasty. It's going to make you feel nasty like Janet Jackson. <laughs> the other makes you feel a little more comfortable. Do you want comfortable or dirty first? 
Let's go dirty. Let's get dirty. You want to get dirty? I want to get dirty, then I want to get clean. Virginia Tech is 11 and 8, 1 and 7 in ACC play. Top 25 team earlier this year, complete free fall. What are they doing? They are two and a half point favorites over Duke. Why are they two and a half point favorites over the 14 and 5, 5 and 3 Duke Blue Devils? Well, they're home at Castle, and the odds makers think that's enough to get them over the top. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm going to go where the line tells me to go. Give me the Hokies minus two and a half over Duke. Wow. Makes you feel a little dirty, right? I'm dirty. This one will make you feel a little cleaner. Kansas is an underdog. Anytime Kansas is an underdog, take take the money line. Kick back, relax, and enjoy a Jayhawk victory tonight on the road at Baylor. Clips, don't overthink it. Picks of the night. Hokies minus two and a half. Kansas money line. Three in a row. Looking for four, five in a row. Is that Stu Finer over there? <laughs> I, I'm getting in that mode. Ready to roll? Ready to roll? Ready to roll? When you win three in a row, you start to get a little, you know, a little pep in the step. Let's make it four and five tonight. All right, we'll see you Tuesday on an all new edition of Pirate Radio Live for Shirley Rhodes, Man of Chan. I'm Clip Brock. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.